I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are now tuned in to the greatest <laughs> blood podcast in the world. You're welcome to the Yes, yes, yes Father God. We're here for the jokes. We're here Don't for the jokes. Lazy. Bing bong. It's the extra gray. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. No, no, no. Something's not right. Hold on. You are now tuned in to the greatest blood clot podcast in the world. You're welcome in advance. What the fuck? Yeah, at the door. There go. We're here for the jokes. We don't you do things lazy. You are now tuned in to the greatest blood clot podcast in the world. You're welcome to the chance. All judgment at the door. We're here for the truth. I did not know that this was happening. Why are you giving them? You pussy! I have a child, okay? Come on, Remy, let him know. Talking about your dumb ass and look stupid. You literally got a dumb ass and we all know that you dumb ass. You get donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. Let's be honest. You stole that line about bitches being your sons. Ooh. How you take my 09 jail tweet and run? Mm. Talking about bringing knives to a fight with guns. What? When the only shot you ever took was in, in your buns. Look at that. We need a podcast feed, Mike, just for that moment. We need a podcast feed cam on you right nah, now, nah, bro. Nah, nah, come on. You are now tuned in that's, to the greatest blood podcast in the world. Just bring it back down. Just bring it back down. Shout out to Alfred. We're giving us flavors yeah. today, really. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Alfred's just it's giving us. It's He's in his bag. He's in his biggity. I ain't gonna lie. Did El- does Alfred have a soca joint? Oh. <sighs> he keeps a couple. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike she who must not be named. I'm not going to say nobody's name no more. Because apparently that is an abomination. It is a sin. Uh, um, um, if you say the name, now you bleach. There's a lot of different things. Don't say the name you? three times. That towards? Uh, I, we'll, we'll, we'll settle it all. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. I'm Alicia. And welcome back to the greatest podcast <laughs> in Trinidad. I don't want peace. <laughs> I don't want peace. By the way, big ups to my show. Problems. Always. <laughs> and of course, man, listen, this is a drug-free podcast. I my just want you guys God. to know that. I hate this is drug-free, substance-free. We're all of clear, <laughs> sound mind. Only opium. Opium dreams. No, no, no. It's been an eventful two weeks. Yeah. We've, we haven't been back since our five-year anniversary show. 
Shout out to the Gravy Gang. Shout out gang to the YouTube Lang. Gang for holding on tight. I know YouTube, you guys have been waiting for the video. We mm -hmm. here. But um, there's no video for the uh, for the anniversary Why? show because I I didn't press record. I'm so serious. We have a video. There's just absolutely no sound. So yeah, I'm, oh, a, I'm wow. just I'm just trash as a human being. I get it. It's fine. I understand. It hurt. I had one job or something. Like I actually had 20 jobs. I didn't have one job. I had 20 jobs. If I had one job. I would have pressed it. <laughs> but um, that's neither here nor there. The The anniversary show was amazing. Yeah. Um, big ups fun. to Soho House for having us. Shout out to Phil, Jaden, everybody for taking care of us. Yes. Um, uh, Podcast P, shout out to you for Podcast filming it. Pizzle. The world will see the visuals, even if I have to put music over it. Yes. Maybe some, maybe some soca music. Straight highlight. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, but shout yes. out to our poutines. Shout out to the poutines. Mm, the poutines. We had our own uh, little menu named after us. A lot of people mm -hmm. were really liking tasting me. Um, Man, you tasted the best, bro. Apparently, I tasted the <laughs> best. Your shit tasted the best. Uh, apparently, I... <laughs> yeah. or did you have some Marlin? You didn't Matt? have any meat? Did you have Matt, that Marlin? You didn't have the Marlin? You didn't have the Marlin meat in your mouth? <laughs> he, he had he said he had some Alicia. Oh. I, 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 had, I had a plethora of all three. <laughs> Whoa. Jesus, what? Hold the fuck up. A smorgasbord. Nigga, you ain't going to have no orgy in your mouth with me, nigga. That's crazy. That's wild. He tasted um, a little bit of all of us. <laughs> That's sickening. The menage. Um, <laughs> the menage. The menage. I'm That's the first time I'm hearing that word. That's crazy. Um... <laughs> It's been an uh, eventful two weeks. So we had our anniversary show. That went swimmingly. It was an amazing show. Mm. Um, what else was happening that weekend? Was there anything else happening that weekend? That was crazy? Um, I don't know. No. Mm. Everyday people happened. That was a good yes. party. Great party. Nice. Um, Everyday people is always big. Since then, mm. what else has happened? Nothing let's, else, let's really. Look at the I went to <laughs> Vegas. Oh, yeah. Yes, you went to Vegas. How was that? Vegas was eventful. There's so many things to do. We did so much stuff. I got a ten dollar tattoo. Mm. <laughs> Where? What? On my little wrist. Is it a matching tattoo? No, oh, it's not a matching tattoo. Okay. I see two hearts there. Somebody like, chicken out. Oh, <laughs> Goldie Cox. Say it ain't so. Do we have to put pressure on Goldie Cox? Hold on. We got there. So there's this place that's called Coolsville, and um, it's pretty known. I actually found it on TikTok. Mm. Of course, my whole trip was sponsored by TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, I went in a deep dive and I found all the dope things to do nice. that most of them I've never done before. Greatest app ever. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's a place that's known for like ten $10 tattoos and piercings. Not all tattoos are $10. Yeah. Like they have, you can choose you can't from get them. A sleeve yeah. For 10 bucks. <laughs> no, but they will do sleeves if you want, but yeah. it's not $10. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, we were like walking down there on their, uh, what was it called? First Friday. So the first Friday of every month, they do like this local thing where it had uh vendors pop-ups like just beer people music yeah. people dancing we seen somebody got get hypnotized like oh, wow. in the middle of the street i and always it was wondered fucked. if that shit is real man yo it we was, should get a hypnotizer on the show she and like, put alicia in a spell no make no, no, her, no make her watch things <laughs> <laughs> when you wake up you will like movies no <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were like we were walking and this girl was just standing up like sleep and oh. i was like is she that drunk and then all of a sudden he did the thing and she snapped out of it and she was like holy fuck 
And she just like walked away with her friends. <laughs> My thing like, is, if, if that shit was real. And then he was like, do you want him to do it to you? And me and Goldie Cox were like, no. <laughs> Scammers are slipping if that's real. That's what, but like, yeah. do you understand? Like, the world on, in general is slipping. Like, if you uh, want to sell anything, if you wanted to coerce people into doing things, I mean, it might already be happening before it, us, but and we yeah. don't know. I mean, I wonder in where though. Like, what have you ever seen that? Um, I feel like church might be one. I think mm. you get hypnotized. Well, there, I, I think it was with, with you. We were watching an Oprah thing. There's this guy. That would get people to think all the same. He got these people to draw all the same thing. Oh, wow. No. Um, I've seen hypnotists. Like, we had, I remember first pub night at college, mm -hmm. my first year in college, and my only year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and there was a hypnotist that came for pub night yeah. to start off the night. And this nigga had girls doing all type of freaky things. It was, wow. I was like, brother. They better be actors, because if you have this power, you are gonna be canceled. That's crazy. <laughs> that's, just, that's wild. I yeah. mean, I feel like that's part of the dark arts. Um, and then there's the people that do it like as a uh, as a show on some magic trick shit. Like dark arts, like but it's like one voodoo of, and stuff. Like, yes, I've heard about this thing called the root. I don't know what that is in voodoo, where it's like they make this thing of you. It's like a, oh, it looks doll. like a little doll. Yeah. But it's not really it's a doll. Not it's like a, a doll. stick and like yeah. wires. And, yeah. I've and seen it's it. called The Root. And there was this thread on Twitter mm -hmm. where a man said, yo, I've literally watched someone get turned into a shoe. Wow. And I was like, that's too specific. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, who says a shoe? Like, he must have really seen this. Like, yeah. that's crazy. So I don't, I don't, that makes my skin crawl. I don't like talk about none yeah. of that stuff. I think it's my Some mom's of the, like, fault. Some of the voodoo shit that happens in the South, like they're wild. Like, have you ever? Well, like, I always wonder where it originate from. I need you to look that up. Somebody told me that in Kevin Gates' song, he oh, says God. for you not to eat. Woman spaghetti, spaghetti from period. a woman period. because they put <laughs> their period That's blood not in even it just voodoo. That's to, like across all cultures. I was was like, what? Women be doing that for real, though. Like, I know girls who have done it. That is fucking that have crazy. Done what? So they take their period blood and they put it into in spaghetti the spaghetti sauce, and that it Allegedly. ties the woman, the the man that is supposed to be, that they're serving it to. It ties it to them, like almost like a soul tie. Like you're attached. Yeah. To them it's forever. like a secret blood pact, basically. In, it, yeah, she, and it makes them like love them. Yeah, like. Oh. What in the blood thing? She's like, like my mom has said she'd seen she's seen oh. a woman do it and seen oh. that it works and oh. like it's crazy stuff. That's and crazy. Like, <laughs> the thing is, it's like I'm gonna start jizzing in people's food. See oh that one. <laughs> People just want to have your babies now. <laughs> no, I don't know why. <laughs> That's crazy. But that I I always wonder because like there has to be some truth to all of this mm -hmm. like this it's things that have been running and talked about for so long mm -hmm. that there has to be some parts of it that mm -hmm. work some parts i don't know what parts or who can actually do the things yeah but voodoo has to be real magic in some capacity has to be real mm -hmm. ghosts all duppies all that shit mm -hmm. in some like some way shape or form somewhere in the world has mm -hmm. to be real even like sleep paralysis mm. have you ever heard about charlemagne talk about it 
in in the south they say that it's like little people sitting on your chest so like he said oh. he's experienced it before but they call it something else people on the internet in the have south. said it people on the internet uh started a thread about this and yeah. talked about how they it's either they see a woman dressed in all black hovering over them and like pushing them down, them down yeah or in the corner of their room like because when you have sleep paralysis you're literally just like only your eyes can move like it's yeah. happened to me so many times it's happened to me too it's fucking but i don't scary see nobody i just feel like i'm dead yeah. or i'm paralyzed and yeah. i freak the fuck out yeah. but your body's not waking up as quickly as your brain and as your mind for some yeah. reason and they, they also say that that you could you could astral project in those situations, oh, yeah. like a, like a, for a short period of time until you wake up. That's I, probably true. Because I know, um, so my my buddy was just telling me his mother, um, she was a paraplegic and she would fall into comas often, and she he said he, she fell into like fifteen comas over the span of time when she was uh, paraplegic before she died, but in every coma she fell into. She woke up and and mentioned something that was impossible for her to know because she was in the coma. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he was doing a show. Uh, shout out. Um, I'm not even going to say his name. But this guy was doing a show. He he killed it. He finally got like this big gig. Came home. Uh, came to see his mom. She woke from the coma. And she's like, congratulations. And he's like, what? Before you even said it. Yeah, she's like, congratulations <clears throat> on getting on getting your uh, your gig. Like, you heard you're a resident comic now. And he's like, how what? did you know? She's like, I was there. You were wearing the red suit. with the, And he's like, that's crazy. Mom, you were in a coma this whole time. <laughs> he's like, that's she's insane. like, no, I was yeah. there. The astral projection has to be real. Because, it's got to be and remember real, I was ta- And I think it has a lot to do with... Um, Remember that uh, that documentary I told you guys about, like reincarnation mm-hmm. and, yeah, yeah. and like people near death experience that surviving death one. I think those people were astral projecting. I didn't know what that term was yeah. when I had watched it. Um, I learned it. Do you remember? There's some Enter uh, the Void. No, there was a series on Netflix like a year or two ago during the pandemic called Behind Her Eyes. You guys remember no, seeing that? I never saw that one. It was like a black British girl and like uh, she would oh, actually project. Actually, yeah, I did. You see remember that? that? She yeah. had her daughter. She's trying to get a daughter or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so that's when I learned the term. And everybody's near death experience sounds like what you're talking about, yeah. where like they're literally out of body and just witnessing things. Like the woman that um, was on her deathbed, She first of all, she predicted that she was going to die, mm-hmm. told her, her doctor that the... The baby she's carrying is gonna. This baby's gonna kill me when I give birth to it. Oh and um, the doctor assured her she was fine. All the checks were good. Everything mm-hmm. was fine. Goes into labor. All of a sudden, she's dying, and the doctor starts freaking out. Like, no, no, no. How could she? Yeah. How could she have not? Like, she starts just freaking out. Right. Mm-hmm. Girl comes back too when they actually resuscitate and save her, and she's like, "I saw what? everything." Like, I watched you freak like, out. I heard you say, no, no, no. How did she know? How did she know? Yeah. I, she described, she could describe the doctor's tools and yeah. what they used and in what order. Like, that shit's crazy to me, yeah. bro. Yeah. But I do, when I'm, I do ha- have the sleep paralysis moments, I can, I can see why people might think that that's possible. Yeah. It's yeah. very, it's a weird feeling. Like It I, is. I, I get scared sometimes. I haven't had it in a very long time. Long time. I haven't had it since I lived in like my last apartment, like before I was even pregnant. So a couple of years now, but I would remember I'd fall asleep on the couch all the time. 
and you're watching TV till five in the morning. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> but I like it was just my comfortable spot. Like I could always fall asleep on my couch, mm-hmm. and yeah, like I remember one time, like I was awake you know but my body couldn't move but my body yeah. <laughs> they need and a sleep like, paralysis version of that that's yeah cool. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like holy fuck and i'm like wake up wake up wake up i was telling myself to like wake up and move because it's like scary i, could, I remember i could see my scream? kitchen and i could like like see the time moving and stuff like that and i was trying to like lift my head it was but, like, that long like yeah i felt oh like i seen the time gosh. move you know what i mean and i was like my body was just like I've never been that long. Like at most, it lasts maybe ten seconds. Mm. Like I've never. That's that's. Well, maybe I was in the middle of a minute. You know what I mean? Like near the end. You saying it's like right? Like (laughs) I seen, I seen it move. Like the clock move and stuff like that. Like yeah, that's freaky. No, I remember like when I was trying to scream. I was just sitting there like because when I had it, I saw a, a figure, and I'm just like, that's a shadow, and I'm just going like this, and I can. I'm literally like, I could feel myself, I could hear that nothing's coming out, and I know in my mind my mouth is open, but then when I finally like Came was to. able to scream, yeah. my mouth opened. I went, Mah! I was like, wait, it wasn't open this whole time? And you thought you were time? screaming already, wow. I was like, yeah. Wow. And then and when my eyes, when I, when, when I started making the noise, the figure disappeared, and I'm like... It was a shadow. It was a shadow. Some like sometimes that would happen to me when I lived in my Queen Street apartment. Like I'd wake up and see like shadows and stuff like that. And sometimes I'd be in the sleep paralysis. Sometimes it would just be like normal. And then there got to a point where I'd wake up every day between like two and four a.m. or something like that, choking. Queen and where? No, a King Street. King and uh, Shaw. Oh, it was homeless people. It was a crackhead. I was up up top, okay. (laughs) They can climb them niggas. They determine when they need some money. But I was like, yo, like, is this place like haunted? Because it was like it never used to happen like before. Maybe it is. And so I was like, but I'm the first person to live in this unit because it was a brand it was a brand new condo that they built right and then i was like maybe a construction worker died while on the job or they're building it on like like grounds where someone is buried like you never know maybe you never know it was right it was right in front of like cam h so i was gonna say it's a cam h soul (laughs) (laughs) imagine a crack-headed freaking soul <laughs> I love that joke. Uh, That's great. Anyways, I went to Vegas and I got a ten dollar <laughs> Very nice. Shouts to Vegas and sleep paralysis and demons and voodoo and the root and spaghetti. Um, <laughs> um I tried to go to the Usher show, bought tickets. God bless. And got scammed. Like we pulled up there and they were like, these tickets are have already been used. Aren't tickets like oh. sold out for months? Um, no, some of them weren't. There were some on Ticketmaster, but wow. like I realized that the closer it got to the date, they released a couple here and there. Mm. But um, and then of course they have that stupid 
verified resale shit that they did yeah, where yeah. it was more expensive. Um, but I tried to get it on StubHub and I was just like, and you got yeah. scammed. It's that we spent nope. a lot of money trying yeah. to let go see it. And I was so disappointed because it's such a, like, I've heard nothing but great things it's about us. it. You know what I mean? Nigga, that's nigga the one, on rollerblades. But that's the oh. one yeah. that, um, he brought out to Tevin Campbell. Campbell. Right. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. Brings, he brings out people. He brought out, De, uh, DeVito. Um, you you would have seen Tevin Campbell that night though. Whatever. Yeah. He, he the, the day that you were there, the Kevin no, he Campbell. did it on the Saturday. I don't know. I, we what tried to go on like a Wednesday. Whatever day you were out there, mm-hmm. I saw the video of oh, the wow. Tevin Campbell thing, and I was wondering. Yeah. I was like, "Ooh, I wonder if they had not." But yeah, I was I, like, I, 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 I was like, "It's probably sold out for months. They probably had no chance." I read in the comment feed that uh, "Can We Talk" that whole album was actually supposed to be for Usher. Yeah. Oh wow! Just crazy. Yeah. Super wild. Yeah. yeah. When he, especially when you think about it, Tevin Campbell was non-dancing Usher before Usher in terms of like <laughs> yeah. where his career was going. They had him on TV shows. Yeah, yeah. He, he was, was the a child star. Like he was a heartthrob. Mm-hmm. And then, the, yeah, when Usher came, everything kind of transitioned. I don't know what, like, have we ever gotten the story about what happened to Tevin Campbell? Because uh, the man can clearly <laughs> still sing. Yeah, I heard something about depression, but I don't know if that was... Uh, At that age? In that time? That's pr- kind of impressive. Yeah, <laughs> and to be black in that time at that age and know you're depressed is and do something about it. Mm-hmm. Hey, kudos to him if that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to know what happened to him now. But yes, there was one night. Well, no. First of all, let's start at the beginning. Oh, he came out. Shout out to Obamaras Clot. He came out. Yeah, he came out recently. Yeah, but oh, it's like everyone I was like, know. we knew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those like Tevin, Tevin. Kevin, mm-hmm. come on. Can, um, can we talk? Uh, can we talk, we, Kevin? We should have talked about this a long time ago because we knew. <laughs> um, we had Obama Ross Clot. Shout out to Obama Ross Clot. <laughs> um, on the Mr. show. Bamba. If you haven't listened to the episode, it's a classic. Top five. It's top a classic. Um, go back and listen to it. It's on our, five, or watch five, it. It's five. on our YouTube. Uh, yeah, he, he, he was spitting in some bars, and um, not everybody liked it. You know what I mean? <laughs> we put the video, we put the little clip on TikTok and Instagram, and it was there for a couple of days. It went a little viral. Mm. Went a little viral. About 150,000 views. Viral. And I woke up. I can't remember what morning it was. doesn't really matter. Woke up and seen Nicki Minaj um, in, in the TikTok notification thing. So I'm thinking somebody named Nicki Minaj something, something, something. Yeah. That's probably... Mm-hmm. What it is, I go on there in the notifications. I see a lot of blue check marks. I'm like, Mm-mm, verification, verification, no fucking <laughs> way. So I go, <laughs> I go on her page. I'm looking. I'm like, Uh-oh. this is Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj is yelling at us <laughs> at four in the morning, <laughs> somewhere in the world. I don't know what the time zone she's on. <laughs> Hopefully it's Europe, because this is wild. Hopefully it's not Europe. To be that angry in the morning <laughs> is just unhinged. I don't know how uh, the video found its way to her algorithms. Um, mm-hmm. Perhaps she follows some barbs or something, because they were not happy. The barbs, barbs, were, the barbs, the barbs are never happy. happy. <laughs> They're happy sometimes, but it's only when she's number one. Yeah. Um, and she releases new music. So first she started going in. Uh, no, she first uh, said, do y'all tell anyone else what kind of song they must record? 
I do music. I feel when the right song comes at the right time. You. You. Sit, sit on, on a couch. couch. <laughs> and we sit on it so Where well. else do you do podcasts? Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to do a podcast for two hours. Yeah. Standing up. <laughs> and why is a couch a broke people thing? Mm. That's what's being insinuated here. You sit on a couch. <laughs> you have a couch as well. Yeah. You know, we all have couches many couches. On. Didn't yeah. she sit on a couch and take pictures with Rocky and, and, and Rihanna? Mm. Wasn't yeah. that a couch? <laughs> we didn't complain. <laughs> we didn't say, hey, that's a couch. <laughs> very odd, um, very odd insults. And then she started going in on some of the gravy gang that was in the comments that had something to say. Um, told one person go clean out your dirty fucking house, <laughs> which, by the way, I would like to point out, Jamaican. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then somebody said, "Why?" Am, somebody said, "Why am I just learning about this podcast?" Like they were excited that they've learned about the podcast. She didn't think that that was the reason why. Mm. She said because they can't get attention unless they bash a successful black woman. Mm, gosh, mm, we we weren't bashing you, Nikki. I mean, I do. But do we know what the word bash means? Can we, can we look up bashing? Just look up bashing. Let's get the exact definition so I'm not just talking out of my ass here. But I believe there's a difference between bashing and constructive criticism. Mm. And which commenting. I, which I think Bombar Rastal was trying to do. An opinion. An opinion as well. Yeah. And this is the thing. It's like people become famous and like forget what comes with fame. And I get, I get it. Fame is a little different now where... You have access to consumer opinions a lot easier. Mm -hmm. But you think after being in the game this long, being a legend, having countless number ones and all these accolades, that these type of things wouldn't matter to you. Mm -hmm. Unless, of course, we struck a chord. Hmm. Yeah. Here's something. Let's try this out. Let's try something. Was that a nerve? Yeah. (laughs) Rihanna doesn't have a Soka song. She doesn't. She mm. should make one. It she was should startling, make. She it was should a startling make one. revelation to me as well. When uh, when um we put this out there, people were like, "Well, Rihanna doesn't have one. Why didn't she say that about her?" Well, yeah, she. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I knew, but uh, she's another one that needs one. And so. isn't Trinidad what more known for Soca than Barbados? Barbados, yeah, but Barbados has a carnival, so you know they're really into Soca. They really and into they got Soka. a lot of Soca artists out there. So, and the other thing that was just so fucking funny to me is I, they thought we were Trini. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they thought we were Trinidadian. The entire, like everyone that watched the video thought we were Trinidadian. And not one of us are Trini. He's not the closest. Just from uh, <laughs> Marshall's he's, he's Marshall Mantano's uh, chef here, and he's <laughs> still not from Trinidad. <laughs> so very honorable Trini Pino. Yeah, it was a very interesting week mm-hmm. to say the least. The least. Um, the Barb's, you guys are hilarious. Honestly, I woke up from a text from a friend saying, <laughs> "Let me read it." So I'm in. I got this message at like six in the morning because I'm like Maybe three hours. <laughs> Sent you that as a voice note. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> She's a girl. Why did my brother just send me the TikTok dying? Laugh my ass off. Tiana, go check on your friends. Nikki comment. I'm like, what? Like, I was so confused. I was like, Nikki who? This, you, still <laughs> have, you still have Mata in your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. And then she called, and then she called GC, and they're mm. on the phone talking about it, and it made her go through her Twitter and delete anything that she's ever said about, about Nikki. Nikki <laughs> She's like, look, all y'all scared of picking them. 
she had like uh, liked some of your tweets and retweeted some of your tweets and then she was like wait why am i doing this and she like searched up her whole tweet history that had to do with nikki or Nicki minaj and was like deleting it and then she was like yo i seen your tweets like Nikki's Minaj would be pretty if she didn't have this nose. Like some wild shit oh that she said when she was like oh my God. 16 years old. And, so like, and she was like, why Don't was I like this? Before the barbs find her. <laughs> I was going to say, man, there's still receipts. We're under surveillance out. right now. Yeah. <laughs> We're under surveillance. Um, yeah, it was just very funny, man. Like, And then she came back hours later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For some reason, still go, we're still, still on her mind, even though everything we're saying holds no merit. I can it's just unwarranted. Say, it's yeah. uncalled for. Yeah. It's dumb. We're stupid. We're on a couch. Yeah. And she came back to the couch hours later. I'm not on later. a couch. I'm on a chair. She came back to the couch hours later, screaming, them are bleach, them are bleach out them skin. Mm. Then she went and tweeted it. And people, the barb started tagging me in the tweet. Catch it, catch it, catch it. And I'm like, okay. First of all, I've only gotten darker my whole life. <laughs> if you know me, I've only gotten darker. Second of all, these are weed lips. Get, get yeah. used to it. He's going to bleach his lips eventually. I'm so, yes, definitely tattooing these bad boys in the, in the winter. <laughs> so y'all don't have to worry about that no more. And third of all, that's Jamaican again. <laughs> That's not, at least this me with a soca song, please. <laughs> at least stop proving us right. And then when you drop your next single, you're gonna prove us right again. Mm. I seen the preview for the next single. I'll let you guys. I'll let you guys deal with that when it comes out. <laughs> but hey, man, we said what we said. People started writing in there. Oh, you guys clearly don't know Pound the Alarm. Went and listened to it. It was a. It's a it's house a music house song. The with, video was shot in Trinidad. Yeah. That's it. She's literally doing what she's done. That's basically Chun Li. Yeah, <laughs> Chun Li. What she do? Mm-hmm. Dress up as an Asian woman or a Chinese woman, mm-hmm. which they were very offended by, <laughs> and it had nothing to do with that at all. Yeah. This this one she does a video in 2012, ten mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Ten years ago, she gave you guys a look. Of, here <laughs> and you guys are satisfied the fact that yeah. they well the problem is is that they don't even know what soca music is that's yeah. the biggest problem of yeah. all of it they think that all the caribbean islands speak island they're all the same they don't think that there's a difference between tr- how trinidadian people speak how jamaican people speak how Bayesian. I don't even know if they know Bayesians are from the islands or barbados <laughs> like they know barbados cuz of rihanna yeah but they don't know bar- they don't know anything about the culture or yeah. the history. Mm. They don't know about don't get into the differences between Trinidad and Guyana. <laughs> I've, listen, it's just I do not feel any type of way about all of this situation. I mm. we said what we said. It was an opinion, and it was one that if they went and watched the tapes, mm. we defended her for a little bit after that. And mm-hmm. said that, you know, she's been through a lot, yada, 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 the powers that be, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We've defended her. I know I've defended her a couple times on this podcast <laughs> against what this guy's had to say. <laughs> Norm- <laughs> Norman's never defended her, and that's fine. That's his prerogative. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I feel like we, we didn't. 
do anything too malicious. Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, it was constructive criticism. Some people know how to take it. Nikki has a track record mm -hmm. of not knowing how to take constructive criticism. Yeah. It's not the first Toronto person she's attacked for constructive criticism. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she pretty much hates Toronto. <laughs> yeah. But mind you, I don't she's hate never going to come back. <laughs> I, I just don't like talking about her. That's it. Mm. I don't mind her. She's she cool, but I just... I don't feel the need to talk about her. I don't, I like, I don't, I've already said, Nikki's a legend. She's yeah, got countless she hits. She yeah. She's got an incredible career, accolades. I'm just of the elk of, like, legends shouldn't be doing certain things. And there's certain things that legends should be doing. Especially when you come from a certain place and you're bigging up a certain place that could use that. Mm -hmm. When last time I heard about Nicki Minaj, she did a concert in Trinidad that cost $800,000 and took away from local shows and local artists. And wow. then it ended up being some corruption involved with that with the government as well. Mm. This is That's not, to me, someone that wants to give back to the country that they, they And then claim. I heard that like her husband, when they went to Carnival, her husband was acting like really stush and whatever. And so I mean, a lot of Trinis were like mad. I mean that's about that's that that's, too. that's uh, subjective, and I and I get he's probably not used to that culture, or absolutely yeah. anything that's going and on. And then I so also heard gonna... that she was pregnant at the time, so he might have been like, yeah, he's more protected. every like, overworked and shit, like yeah, defensive. You never know in terms of her. Um, I also seen people commenting on like your stuff, like, oh well, she's giving money to like countless schools and done this and that and all that like stuff. Fifty yeah. racks, sure. Oh, it was like fifty racks. Apparently. Regardless, like that doesn't like matter. I don't think that there's anything wrong with saying that she should make a soca song. We, yeah, it. like nobody's talking about financials here. Yeah, <laughs> We're there's so about, many like great artists. Talk like, about sticking to your roots and stop cosplaying. Work with um Marshall. <laughs> she like, and the thing is, they're friends. Like you went to Carnival with him just a couple years ago, and mm -hmm. you were with Marshall. You were with Kess. You were with all these people. So it's not like you don't have access to him. You're Nicki Minaj. Yeah. <laughs> You're arguably the most famous person Trinidad's ever seen. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> this is actually really funny. I'm, I I only read whatever Nicki posted. I didn't read what everybody else posted, but this is funny. This really is it's, funny. It's hilarious because everybody like, that's not a Nicki Minaj super fan is agreeing. And, <laughs> and even the ones that are fans of her are agreeing and saying, people are trying to write songs in there and people are like, oh, did she didn't hold you with Egyptian. Are you dumb? I'm like, and people are there like, that's, that's not so good. Yeah, <laughs> like you guys keep Everyone's naming like, these Ariana trash songs. Ariana did Soka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. People did not know like, Ariana, Ariana did Soka. Yeah, well, no. I guess it's more major laser. That's why, but still. Well, well, <laughs> poor that, as Rihanna would say. Um, <laughs> She's always moving so sad. right along. We have Rolling Loud this weekend, mm. aka Banna Weekend Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna well, be a it's gonna be a wild time in the city for three days. Um, wow! Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we have Rolling Loud for the first time in Toronto. Um, countless Toronto acts on the billing. Mm -hmm. A lot of big time acts are gonna be in the city at the same time. I've never seen this many uh, celebrities and talent in the city at, at one time. Once. It's never happened to my knowledge. Um, Except for Carabetta back in the day. Well, maybe the back SARS the day, concert. Yeah. The SARS concert back in the day. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't that was a big one. one. But you don't remember that one? It's the biggest. It was one of the biggest concerts in like North American history. They were really? th they were throwing half open piss bottles at Justin, Justin Timberlake, Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> when he performed with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. What? They're like, "What the fuck? Is Why you bring this pop ass bitch here?" And, I? and they pelted him. 
It was bad. It was one of the darkest moments in Toronto history in yeah. terms of shows. I do not remember. You don't know this that story? No. Go watch the video. You'll see bear uh, cans just fucking getting launched. Yeah. Like he'd be like, "Don't be it was so when quick to walk away." <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> it was when um, we had just got over SARS and yeah. the mad cow disease. And they yeah. were trying to bring back people to Tourism. beef yeah. and meat. And mm. so there was a lot of beef and meat donors there and, and food trucks and shit like that. They did a, a lot of It people. was a, a Rolling Stones ACDC concert with the Isley Brothers, Justin Timberlake. It was, it was huge. It was huge. It was Humongous. Huge. It was like 2005, somewhere around there. Something like that. Somewhere around there, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I Rolling Loud. You didn't know a thing? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, no, SARS had a COVID moment, and yeah. but I was so young, it didn't really feel COVID-y. Yeah, I Sar- remember that, SARS though. was the, the, the COVID trial. Like COVID light. Yeah. It, co- it was them being like, hey, let's see uh, if we could do this thing real quick. Ooh, mm. let's, let's conspiracy try it out. Norm. Conspiracy I've norm. been thinking SARS Ooh. was just the first trial run to see where we can uh, go with this. Well, audition. I mean, like, <laughs> COVID, audition with a cough. COVID is a strain of SARS. Yeah. So, like, when you look at the full name, it's like SARS, something, 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 whatever. Mm. Coronavi- no, novel, coronavirus, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly think that was just, yeah, step one. Mm-hmm. That's one. Uh, move over a little bit. Not in the center no more. I want you. Yeah, right there. Perfect. Um, <laughs> rolling Loud this weekend. Uh, I'm My boy won VIP tickets. Mm. Just won them. Wow. And my girl's like, yo, let's get rolling out tickets like when they first dropped. And I was like, nah, something will happen. <laughs> <laughs> I trusted that something would happen where I would get tickets to this thing without having to pay for it. And thank God <laughs> this guy won a contest at like a sneaker store. Oh, wow. Got four VIP tickets, not even Jeez. like just regular tickets. So. And he gave you one? Yeah, because I brought him to uh, watch a throne concert. Years like ago. Like 2008. And somebody had given me the in, tickets. Uh, is it 2018, 2008? I can't remember. I can't when was Watch the Throne? It no, was so long no, ago. No, was, that was way before that. I think it was 2015, maybe. No, 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 no. Watch the Throne? I was, Go check. Just, no. just Google it. Just Google it. Because Watch the Throne, I was still... Do your job. <laughs> I worked at Air Canada Center. I would have never worked at Air Canada Center there. It was probably like 2000. Uh, anyways. 11. We, <laughs> we, uh, we basically went to... 2011. 2011. <laughs> You said 2018. No, nigga. and then I changed it. And I was like, wait, I used to work there. So That's a 2011. Great year. Wow, 2011, Wash the Throne and House of Balloons mm-hmm. and Take Care. What a year. We what a we year. Oh my God, we were spoiled. Um, but yeah, I uh, met up with him and I, I brought my boy Kyle. Shout out to Chosen. And we get there and our tickets are like 20th row or 30th row floor, right? Mm. Which is not bad. Like, it's no. kind of far back on the floor, yeah. but it's still, you're on the floor. Like, you know, it's a vibe. Get in there. And it's not that bad because they perform from both sides. Well, I didn't even know what to expect, to be honest. Oh. So I, I was just going in there, like, okay, we're on the floor. It's, it's going to be a good show. Get inside there. And you know, right before you get to the walk up to get, go to the seats, that mm-hmm. little tunnel into the stadium. Um, they're, they have the attendance on the outsides of each of them. So I'm like, what the fuck's going on? There's a line. Get to the end of the line. I give him my ticket. He's just like, oh, okay. So the stage has been, um, the stage, uh, like the way it's set up, has we've had to rearrange seating because of the stage setup. So um, we're going to have to change your ticket. So he's mm-hmm. like, I'm like, oh, fuck, okay, cool. 
So I'm standing there. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> Nosebleeds. <laughs> like, I knew this was too good to be true. Comes back, ninth row. Woo! Floor. Jeez. Nice. I'm like, <laughs> losing my <laughs> mind, bro. And we get in there. See the whole stage set up. And it's just a ramp. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't like a normal stage. This is the first time I'm seeing a stage that didn't look like a stage. Like, it's just a ramp. Like a WWE ramp. And it's just two black screens on either side. There's a black thing here at the back. And Jay-Z comes out. Everybody loses their minds. Does like three or four songs. Walks off. <laughs> Kanye comes out the other side. Walks out. Doesn't do a song. Stands there and just looks at us. For like, I didn't know at that time like what he was doing. But all I could see was like the most intimidating stare I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, He's looking at us like he could fuck us all up. Yeah. Like, he's just standing there looking at everybody. And that's when he used to wear the big-ass chains and shit. Like, he used, mm. and he was more jacked. More he was yeah, yeah, yeah. jacked before Yeezus. Like, right before Yeezus. And then the, the song drops, and you just see him turn up. It was wild. And then they had this moment. Jay-Z pops up behind you mm-hmm. on this square, like, this cube. Yeah. And the cube just starts rising out of the ground. And then Kanye's on the other cube across from him. That rises out of the ground. And on Jay-Z's, you see sharks, like, trying to get out of the screen. Like, they're trying to push through the screen. And on Kanye's, you see Rottweilers drooling, just (laughs) barking, like, just trying to get out of the screen as well. Like, and they're facing each other. It was amazing. It's one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Um, (laughs) That's when I knew Kanye was that guy Mm. still. Because that Mm. was the, the time when... We were like, okay, he's made classics, but like, where's it going next? It was after 808s and mm-hmm. all that other stuff. My beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah. And it was just like, how is he going to even, like, every album, we're like, he can't top that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. he, he matches it or did top it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy comes out. He gets damn near perfect on Metacritic. Yeah. Like, every, every um, critic is giving him like nine out of 10 or 10 out of 10. And, Watch the Throne, when that came out, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody had any rumblings. I don't think there was a leak. Like, Otis just remember, dropped yeah. one day, mm. and the world changed. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I went back and listened to that album. It's kind of mid. Very mid. It's kind of no, mid. Not even kind of, Very I think mid. we were wrapped up in the moment. <laughs> yeah. That album is not good. No, it's because there's two. <laughs> it, it was the singles that were hot. The rest of the album... Not so good. Really? No Church in the that. Wild, Otis, and... The one with Frank Ocean. That's the No Church in the Wild. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Those, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. The rest are not memorable or something that I'm just going to, like, just bump. Mm. I don't know what it is. But I don't it was, know. It was a weird Jay-Z time, though. I think that's the problem. Kanye showed out. Like, yeah. Kanye is the standout on the whole album. Yeah. But Jay-Z was in his Magna Carta moment. Yeah, it was and weird. And I fucking hated that Tom Ford Jay-Z moment. When he thought he was Basquiat, <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> like, it was, yeah, no. I was not a fan. I mean, the yeah, the dreads now give him more Basquiat. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. then it was still like, yeah, you're, you're, you're just getting us into buying... Or, or into art. Yeah. And it's just like, only you could do that. We can't. Mm-hmm. He just, it, too much yeah. references that he expected us to just get and that yeah. just didn't, it didn't hit. Um, speaking of Jay-Z not hitting, <laughs> he did a little uh, Twitter space did recently. 
did a Twitter did space recently. It did not go well. Oh. <laughs> it did not what go well. <laughs> what is a Twitter space, by the way? Twitter space it's is like, like Clubhouse, Clubhouse for on Twitter. <laughs> so instead of leaving Twitter, you could just start a, a room on Twitter and um, everybody could talk in there. And Does Clubhouse still bump? I mean, it still exists. But sure, probably fizzled, fizzled there might out. be there might be pockets of the world where it's like huge. Who never you never know, right? Yeah. But uh, at least here it's not yeah, it's not the wave at all. Okay, um, I'm so happy. But uh <laughs> yeah, no, he went on he had a, a, a discussion and I'm not even too sure what it was in regards to, but at some point he <laughs> maybe I should just play it because <laughs> it's I want to know if you guys can spot what is wrong with what he's saying. Let me see. Where's the volume here? They were, they, but this is the thing with Jay-Z as well that I noticed. Do you guys think that because he's barely in the public eye, when he does slip, people go overboard because he never slips? Um, Probably. For sure. For sure. Because he's so quiet. It's like, I don't know. You can barely get anything on him and Beyonce that no. I feel like... Especially when, when they became billionaires, yeah. it was like, oh, but billionaires yeah. are evil. They're evil. Like, and it just kind of a turn on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stains always shine brighter on a clean shirt. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Kubla. Cool <laughs> 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 um, I'll play the clip. Still growing. And we're not falling for that technology, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not going to stop. You know, this, the hip hop is young. We still, we still growing, and we're not falling for that technology. Whatever trick-nology. you know, this public puts out there now. That you know, before it was the American dream. Pull yourself out of bootstraps, and you can make yourself. You can make it in America. All these these lies that America told us our whole life. Um, and then when we start getting it, they try to lock us out of it. They start inventing words like you know, capitalists, and you know, things like that. I mean. You know, we've been called nigger and monkeys and shit. I don't care. I don't, th- those words y'all come up with, y'all got to come up with stronger words. When I say y'all, I'm not talking about you. The words they come up with, they got to come up with stronger words. We're not going to stop. We're not going to be tricked out of our position. Y'all locked us out. Y'all created a system that, you know, doesn't include us. We said, fine. We went our alternate route. We created this music. We did our thing. You know, we hustled. We fucking killed ourselves to get to this space. And... You know, now it's like, you know, you know, eat the rich and man, we're not stopping. So that evolution is, you know, from us, you know, we came from selling. So, yeah. So when he said technology, was he trying to reference uh, FK? uh, What's that? uh, uh, I think he was just trying to say trick without like trying to uh, make it sound boring. Mm. (laughs) It's Jay-Z in words. You know who he is. We not falling for the technology, um, but yeah, in there he said, you know, y'all call this niggas and, and monkeys, monkeys, and now they not, now they inventing words like capitalists, and I'm like, now, jigga, <laughs> that's always been a word, yeah. and it's that they didn't invent it for black people. I'll tell you, that's the one thing I can't blame white people for. They, yeah. Sorry, podcast B, you guys did not call us capitalists. I think that, <laughs> that's better than the N word, personally. Mm. <laughs> It's, it cuts through the air a little bit nicer. Yeah. Goddamn capitalists always <laughs> come to our country. But yeah, no. Um, I think for Jay-Z, uh, people were like destroying him for this, first of all. like There were threads, think pieces, all the things. Always a thing piece. All of the things. 
And okay. I think for what he's speaking on, I don't think in his mind he could fathom that black people could genuinely believe that he's an evil billionaire. And I think that that's why he's saying they, they're not going to get us to stop. They're not going to trick us into doing these little plays and whatever. Because black people are the ones holding them to the fire. When they did that Tiffany's ad, mm-hmm. black people were the ones like, bro, that's blood diamonds. Like, what are you mm-hmm. guys dealing with? They have a history of killing African people and enslaving them for these diamonds. Mm. And in Jay-Z's mind, I think he's the 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 sensationalized. I don't even want to say sensationalized because it's an amazing story. The story of his come up. Mm-hmm. And how he's gone from this guy who was in Marcy Projects, grew to be a successful drug dealer, then left the drug game for the rap game, killed that, Mm -hmm. then became a boss, married Beyonce, doubled his money again. Like, he just kept leveling up. Mm -hmm. And he knows he's such a source of inspiration to the hood and to certain, especially to the black community, Mm -hmm. that it behooves him. Mm-hmm. That we it can have behoves any hoves him. <laughs> behoves him. That's that was great. That we would have any criticism for him and the way he's he's gotten that money. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's fair for us to criticize him? Criticize him? Like I've always said, uh, there is no way in hell I will ever be a billionaire because I'll give away money before I even get to that point. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need a billion dollars. I don't need a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. I'm I'm of the firm belief that if I was ever in that position, mm-hmm. I would give away money. But I can't speak for everyone. That's yeah. not, I can't put my morals and or ethics of money on everyone. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think it's fair for people to hold them to the fire? I I I feel like they do give money. Do you know what I mean? They do. So maybe so it's like, are they not giving enough money quick enough? Like, do you, well, like do they want people to stay? I don't know. It's such a weird topic because nobody's ever happy. Whenever they see somebody mm-hmm. reach a billionaire status, they always complain about something, right? We've seen it with like Kylie getting it, right? Yeah. There's always like, oh, well, she did this, this, and this. And like, they're upset about, what's his name? The Amazon guy. Um, yeah. Going to a trillion. Well, that's ridiculous, but yeah, still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're always there's always people who are mad at it. And it's like, we can't continue to be mad at this because it's still going to happen. But like when our people, like when you look at the grand scheme and look at all the billionaires in the world and stuff like that, like there's not that many of us, at least in this like hemisphere in like North Mm -hmm. America, Africa has like a lot of black billionaires that we don't even know because they're oil tycoons and stuff like that. But it's like, why can't we just celebrate it? Like, I'm sure that they give money back. Do you know what I mean? Like, Beyonce does so much stuff. Like, Hove has done so much stuff for, like, prison like, prisoners and yeah. stuff like that. So it's like, why is it never good enough? I well, just I feel like we always continue to critique people that have money. Everybody kind of, like, likes speaking about what they would do mm-hmm. if they were that person. Yeah. So it's like, but it's they like think realistically, you're not even going to be that person. You're yeah. never going to get to be that person. <laughs> like, you know, most people. Yeah. Like yeah. most people aren't going to. So it's like, why? I well, that's know. what I think that's part of their gripe. Living like, in like most a whole people fantasy. aren't going to get to there. So why aren't you giving us more money so we can get to there? It's mm. like, and I think people, 
Like I always relate it back to the first time I did a Honda commercial, mm-hmm. and it was a it was a motorcycle I was mm-hmm. on or allegedly on in the in the commercial, and people genuinely asked me, "No bullshit, mm-hmm. did you get to keep the motorcycle?" Yeah, <laughs> like they, they they thought that's how commercials and stuff worked because they don't know. Everything. They think you get to keep everything, and it's mm-hmm. just like this is just comes with it, and you get paid a, a stupid amount of money. I got paid two thousand dollars. You yeah. know what I mean? So people have a perception of things they see and don't know entirely about just what they would do if they were that person or whatever. And so when you see them, Beyonce do something for small businesses Mm -hmm. and put like a website of a list of all the small businesses and everything like that and put money into a website that funds creators and all the different things, people go, oh, tax write-off. Yeah. Rich people have to pay a lot of taxes. That's just tax write-off. They're not doing that because they want to. Guess what? Everybody could do that, though, and get tax what, write-off. But what they're, not seeing, <laughs> what they're not seeing is that other rich people who need to do tax write-offs find loopholes in which they don't help anybody. Yeah. They literally just find the loophole, put the money into it, yeah. tax is done. Yeah. They're making a concerted effort to not just throw the money into a loophole that could not benefit anyone. Yeah, they, they put it back into the community. They've... Put it into, I've seen the, the Katrina relief. They've put money into that when it mm. happened. There's so many different times we've heard of Beyonce or Jay-Z or both of them mm-hmm. stepping up for somebody. And I'm sure that they do things behind closed doors to you. Yeah. Like, yeah. obviously, I wouldn't know I'm not behind closed doors. But I just think that there's so much wasted energy when people get on social media, Twitter especially, mm-hmm. and just go in these little rants and get angry it's like, yo, just be happy that there's even something. Like, do you think Jigga's going to send you money? There's definitely another person. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's definitely another person who's doing way less than and, and what then they're I f- doing. I feel like rich people and billionaires, and it, when they do uh, philanthropy or any of those things where they give them, they'd rather not say it, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, the more they say it, people are like, oh, now you're just doing it to, you know? Well, that's how it's, that's how I feel it should be. Which is unfortunate because you can do all these things in private, mm-hmm. and then people, and then get, people upset. get upset and because they do don't things, see it publicly. But then when you, you do, do it publicly, publicly they you get didn't upset. do it the right way, yeah. <laughs> or you it, didn't do it enough. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're never people, people are never happy. Facts, okay? Because yeah. yeah. they broke. So, yeah. <laughs> so there's no pleasing them. Yeah. You know what right, I mean? Right. Like us. I should say us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am like, included. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I don't For go. Now. I don't go and complain about it. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah, do something about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so weird to me. I've how. had a. I had a startling revelation about Twitter the other day. Uh huh. I was just like. If you think about it, like, we're all, like, people who actively use Twitter. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just one or two tweets. As long as you're an everyday user of Twitter, need therapy. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I think you were unheard as a child. I think, (laughs) I know I was. (laughs) So, it's like, I feel like because of... It would be different if Twitter was a very open and understanding space, mm-hmm. but everyone's so close to their ideals and their morals and making and thrive off of making other people look dumb or mm-hmm. look stupid or pile on. That's not coming from a healthy place or from people that want genuinely the best for mm-hmm. people who are taking nails on the internet. Mm-hmm. Those are people who were unheard, <laughs> didn't get the attention they, des- they thought they deserved growing mm-hmm. up, and now this is their soapbox. 
and yeah. this is where they can get off their shit. And people retweet and like it, and they feel validated and finally heard. Yeah, and so it's a dopamine; it just keeps going. They they feed into it more and more. I'm I'm a victim of it too, but I, mm-hmm. I recognize the trauma. I don't think a lot of those people understand <laughs> that, that there's something wrong. There's something wrong because to me, the most like when I hear someone says, "I don't use Twitter, I don't use Instagram, I don't use any of that stuff," I'm like, "Wow, what's it yeah. like to be healthy?" Yeah. <laughs> What's it like to be healthy? You don't need distractions. No. You, you don't, don't have no addiction. Like, like people like, go you know to the I mean? club, they don't drink, they don't yeah. smoke, have the time of their life. I'm like, wow, you're doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> like realistically, we should not need alcohol to have fun. We shouldn't. But it's like a requirement. Like I get in the club, I'm like, shots. Yeah. Give not because it's drink. fun either. It's mm-hmm. not because it's fun. Drinking is not fun. It doesn't mm-hmm. taste good. <laughs> it doesn't feel good in the next day. You're but literally it makes you, torturing it's yourself. It's an escapism. Well, it's, it helps you loosen up. Loosen up, allegedly. But isn't that allegedly. a form of? It's some sort of trauma. Why yeah. do you need to loosen up? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, shouldn't you, if you're going somewhere with the intention of having a good time and having fun, shouldn't just walking in be activate that? Mm-hmm. There's so many different things that we normalize that I'm like, wow, we need healing <laughs> as a nation. Like yeah. Instagram people. that's a different type of mental illness over there. Like Mm -hmm. it's not the same as what's happening on Twitter, but although it is turning into that with the fucking Instagram notes, people are getting their shits off (laughs) in in one and a half sentences. (laughs) It's crazy. I like it. (laughs) You'd like Twitter. I like, like well, I like reading it because it's easier to read than on Twitter. Like Twitter, I still, till this day, I still haven't figured out how to read feeds and shit. Read feeds like like you like know read the feed like read the feed. You're literally on it. I know, but I'm like looking at you on it. I mean, let, let's say I click, like I don't know. Sometimes you'll send something, then I'm like, all right, let me see what other people are saying, and I get so frustrated. I'm like, I don't know how to find what people. Are. Never what? mind. I'll put it down. <laughs> you click it, and people are saying things. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I, just, <laughs> You're I don't know. I, I don't know. Does it take mind. you to the actual app when you... He's when, on the app right now. No, no, no. Say Marlon sends you something. Does it take you to the actual app or does is it just the link it's that pops up? No, it takes no, you to the app. No, it doesn't. It doesn't it take me up. to my app. Yeah, it, po- it always says like sign in or log in or whatever. Mine will take mine will take me to like just it's a, like a link, guys, and so that's harder. That's harder to read what like yeah, other comments yeah. or threads because then it goes and like takes in other similar tweet or tweets you might be interested yeah, in. Like yeah. it's stupid. Yeah, so you have to like go to the actual iPhones like, are app. shit. That's insane. <laughs> Why wouldn't it go to the app? I don't know. I guess you, guys, you have to like, like. You guys are slaves to these phones. Honestly, this is every time I talk to an iPhone user, it's some sort of fucking pain. Like, <laughs> what's up. going on? You click uh, a Twitter link and it doesn't go to Twitter. No, look, see, it goes. I just click something. Matt oh did, my god! And it goes to this, but you have to like actively push switch to the app for it to bring you to the app, and then you'd be this able to see it. This is what I talk it. about with iPhone. But this Everything one, I do on my phone, you guys take two or three steps to do. And that's why I will never go back. Yeah, and see, when you scroll, then it says, like, log in or sign up. And I'm then so like, happy I'm out of the Matrix, man. <laughs> I'm so happy I'm out of the fucking Matrix. You were barely even there. I was there for 10 years, almost. Really? <laughs> what? I had iPhones since the first one. I was dedicated Oh, I thought you uh, just got it for Clubhouse, remember? Nah, I got it again for Clubhouse. (laughs) (laughs) I got it again for Clubhouse. Uh, What a mistake that was. Uh, Shout out Kevin Hart. Um, (laughs) Speaking of Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish. (laughs) 
Tiffany Haddish had a, had a rough week this week, man. Um, we'll start with her, 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 uh, what's it, co conspirator, Aerie Spears. You guys know Aerie Spears? You remember Aerie Spears from Mad TV? Mad you know who Aerie Spears is? Aerie Spears. One of the best Jay Z impersonators of all time. Uh, yep. He's got, he used to have one of the best Jay Z impersonations. Uh, he was a regular on Mad TV back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. Since he has grown raccoon eyes and become old and bitter. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> yes. He. Recently made news for getting at Lizzo for apparently no reason. She doesn't know him from a hole in the wall. Mm. So I didn't understand that. <laughs> but hey, get your clout. Like, it's nasty to me when people just say, fuck it, I need clout. And just do nasty things. <laughs> um, so yeah, he was already under fire. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it comes out that Tiffany Haddish and Aerie Spears are being sued um, for grooming a 14-year-old girl and coercing us and a seven-year her seven-year-old brother and coercing them into filming explicit children video child video. Um, like I watched. Child- it was a um, sketch. It, oh. it was it was leading to that. Let's put it that way. Okay. I'll, I'll explain the video. So I watched this video years ago, and when I had watched it. It was it had just come out, and at that time, I was like, "This is wrong. This is bad. Like, there's never been." So it's not even like one of those where it's like, "Oh, you know, times were different." No, no, this is just nasty. Mm-hmm. Video starts. Tiffany Haddish brings in her son, seven year old boys in underwear. And he's playing with toys. She brings him in. She's like, "All right, I gotta run to the store. Could you look after him real quick?" Blah blah. Aries Spears is like, yeah, I look after him. He's dressed as like an older man or whatever. And um, she's like, okay, do what, do what your uncle says and leaves, right? Aries Spears now, the boy is playing with toys on the floor in his underwear. Aries Spears is holding a newspaper. Uh, R. Kelly comes on because, I mean, obviously. Mm. Um, bump and grind. And my mind's telling me no. My body's telling me yes. He, the front part of the newspaper drops, and mm-hmm. there are two eyes cut out in the second newspaper. And you just see him watching the little boy's ass. Like, they do what? a perspective of it literally zooming in on this little kid's ass. Oh, God. I was... It, it was so listen. weird. And then they do it again. The, the Tiffany Hash next scene, Tiffany Hash walks in again. Hey, could you look after him? I got to go to the store, blah, blah, blah. Do what your uncle says. Leaves him. Kids taking a bubble bath, and he's doing. He does the exact same thing. R. Kelly song, newspaper, eyes cut out. He's just watching the kid. Then he eventually jumps into the bathtub with him. Oh my god! In fully clothed, jumps into the bathtub, Mm -hmm. and he's at one point he's taking a toy that like you know the little uh, garden hoses or garden pots mm-hmm. takes one of those and he's like sprinkling the water over the little boy in like slow motion i'm like what like Wait, and what there was so this, much this 2014 it's so, not even like it's like so my man already had multiple seasons of mad tv and this is what he's way he's, past mad tv at this point like this is, and he couldn't tell that wasn't a well-written sketch. you just have to be a fucking human being to know that that's not a well-written and it, like sketch. and it's not even a joke because it's like funny real life it. where like uncles have yeah. extremely bad raps of inappropriately touching their 
nieces and nephews. You know what I mean? Disgusting, bro. And like, uh, they they put it on Funny or Die's website, which was Will Ferrell's website, Mm -hmm. um, back in the day. And it, but the thing about Funny or Die is it's user submitted Mm -hmm. for a lot of the videos. Um, so you could, I used to put my videos on there back in the day as well. Um, Funny or Die, when they did spot the video, said it was absolutely disgusting and they removed it. Mm-hmm. But people, uh, after this article came out from TMZ that they were being sued, people went into, um, there's some uh, site called like Wayback, something like that, mm-hmm. where you can find literally any old posts from the internet as long as you put in the date. Wow. And people found the video, oh. and it was circulating on the timeline. Oh. People are immediate heel turn. Well, they're already laying into Aerie Spares for the Lizzo shit, so this was just, I mean, easy work. Yeah. But Tiffany Haddish obviously oh, is in the video Tiffany. as well, although her part isn't as nasty. You, I don't give a fuck. You, you were in the video. You might have helped write son. the video. Yeah. She didn't use her son. It was somebody else's son. Okay, I thought you said it was her son. No, no, no. No, it somebody was her else's son, son in, like, the skit, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Now, the part that's tricky is the mom is known for scamming and wow. known for and has allegedly been trying to uh, get Tiffany Haddish uh, out of her coins for a couple years now. Mm. Like, this is not her first or second attempt, apparently. Um, so there's that element as well. Um but yeah, no, for me, everybody involved, it's like there's just too much opportunity to be like, this is not a good idea. Yeah. You wrote it, nobody said anything. You put it together and organized it, nobody said anything. You mm-hmm. had to coerce a child, mm-hmm. still didn't think that was wrong. You had to probably at some point manipulate or coerce their mother because what mom's going to allow this video to be made? Yeah. Then you filmed it, still thought it was all right. You edited it, <laughs> still, still thought, thought it was, it was all right. Published you put it, it out. Still thought it was all right. <laughs> Funnier died, took it down, and that's when you're like, eh, maybe it was a bad idea. And never spoke about it again. Yeah. I think if Tiffany Haddish had earlier in her career said, listen, I'd, I've done some stupid things and came forward and said it before the internet, because it's one of the, whenever you get caught doing something, especially something that's old, if you apologize, people are like, you're just apologizing because you got caught. Uh, yeah. Even if you are genuine about that apology, mm-hmm. no one's thinking you're apologizing for actually doing it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's one of those things that she should have definitely got ahead of and her team should have got ahead of knowing that this was out there and that they've done it. It's not that far back into the past. Yeah. But um, obviously they knew that there was going to be a lawsuit that was coming down the pop pipeline you know well i think that, like i said i don't think this is the first or second one so i think because those first the first one no but it's like why wouldn't you speak on it if but if that's what it's i'm saying been if the first one did, if it failed they're probably thinking oh it's never gonna like come out you know what i mean which makes it even worse if that's an actual fact mm-hmm. um because that would be an up another opportunity to for you to step ahead and mm-hmm. take accountability before anybody else holds you to the fire um so, and this is 2014. I do understand, you know, Tiffany Haddish at some point in her life was homeless. Mm. And, you know, desperate Maybe times call for, for desperate measures. Who that's knows? Only, that's only but eight still, years ago. Like, that's eight years. But realistically, she didn't get rich until when? But like, she, when did Tiffany Haddish pop out? 2016, maybe? 2017? When she Most started true. doing, like, she was in one movie with, um, it was a girl's trip one. 
And then after that, she did a late night talk show mm-hmm. to promote the movie. And she was so funny telling that stories. That's when people really people started, started to take, take notice of her. And then they kept bringing her on different late night shows and she kept being funny. And then after that, it was just, she blew up. Um, Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. For me, I've always felt very conflicted with Tiffany Haddish. Mm-hmm. At one point, I, on one hand, I love seeing a black com- black female comedian especially mm-hmm get some shine because it's very there's very few of them that really do get an actual mainstream look yeah you got monique regina king or hall i, I always get them mixed up <laughs> regina hall the one that was just in the movie with um sterling brown sterling brown regina king regina king no that one see see no sorry <laughs> regina king is the one that did uh boondocks, boondocks. yeah Regina Hall. I always get them mixed up. So yeah, <laughs> there's there's very few black female comedic actors, and there's a million white female comedic actors. Yeah. So, like, I've always been like rooting for her, but mm-hmm. she she's always made moves that I don't agree with. Yeah, she has too much like controversial topics that mm. surround her. Like you know, the clubhouse incident. Yeah. That happened during the pandemic where she was literally like yelling at 12 certified real doctors and telling them that no, like, they're misleading people and yeah. spreading vaccine misinformation and doubling down on it. Like just a lot of just weird moments. And for me, the moment that I hate the most is the chicken in the purse at Met Gala. Oh, mm. like that part. <laughs> and then the highlighting of it from yeah. white media publications led me to believe that they've only propped her up because she is re- she is she's willing. reinforcing the stereotypes that they all yeah. believe yeah. already. She's yeah. willing to be that. She's a loud black woman with chicken in her purse. Yeah. Doing the nay nay all the time. Like, yeah. So it's like I, I and then at the same time, I'm like conflicted again because I'm like, does she know that this might be one of the reasons and if she does know then she's feeding into it if she doesn't yeah. know then this then is really really sad oblivious <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then this is really sad you know what i mean so i've always just been conflicted with tiffany haddish in mm-hmm. general this makes me good offer yeah <laughs> like this, I get it. this makes me good offer i completely understand I'm, if she was like ridiculously funny it'd be a different story but i've seen <laughs> i've seen specials yeah. since then that have never wowed me yeah um and she's been, I feel like she's a really good storyteller, but that's just where it ends. Mm. And she's got, seems a great personality as well. Mm-hmm. And her but. role in, in Easter Sunday was weird. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, we were friends when we were in high school. Go on, be my movie. But like, I'll, I'll write you in somehow. But there was no, 
no point of her being in there. It was just like really just yeah. to have I my old friend from high stuff. school and the other A-list actor on there. Like it was literally her, Joe Coy, and maybe Jimmy O Yang, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And you guys are like who's Jimmy O Yang? Definitely a homie thing, <laughs> you know. Yeah. For sure. So. I seen a uh, honk for Jesus. You watched it? Don't tell me. Don't say anything about it, please. I I've heard it's like really good. Is it really good? No. Damn. I heard I it was really like, good. I heard it was like you expected one thing going into it, and it it. I didn't know what I expected, changed. but I was like, it's kind of pointless. Hmm. And you're a church person. And it's interesting. And it's like. It's about church, right? Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna watch. But like, it. it's typical, like typical church shit. <laughs> but it's just weird. Like, it was kind of pointless. Like, I don't know. It was just kind of pointless. But pointless in what way? Like the storyline, I felt like was like there was no risk. The, the risk wasn't high enough, or like the payoff wasn't there in the end. Yeah, it didn't really end well. Like it bad, didn't. Bad endings it on just movies. Like end it. You yeah, know what I mean? I don't and like it's just bad like, endings. We already know what was gonna happen, but we don't know what really happened. Like I don't know. It was just weird. It was different. So mm. maybe that's why I thought it was like weird. But I was sitting in there like I really did not need to see this. Like <laughs> I felt but, that way watching Elvis. <laughs> I'm so serious. It. What a fucking horrible movie. <laughs> oh my god. Like <sighs> I'll put it this way: the guy playing Elvis, phenomenal job. Yeah. He did a great job. Yeah. But the really way they told it. the story was so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know they who, were a th- little who com- said, let's, let's do perspective of the manager. Horrible. Yeah. Tom Hanks accent. I want to fucking shoot myself. <laughs> I've never been so annoyed by Tom Hanks in my life. I love Tom Hanks. I was like, what is he? Is he Russian? Is he German? Fam. Is he? But that's a part of the thing, right? Because nobody you don't knows. know where nobody he is knows. from. Yeah. He has no passport and shit. But yeah. the way they tell the story, you remember when she was telling us about the ch- he, how he sees the black church? And mm-hmm. yeah. Fucking hell, bro. <laughs> I almost shot my TV, bro. If I had a gun, it would have been a rat, dog. Fam, the man, <laughs> the man just observes a black guy smoking weed, playing a guitar through a fucking hole in the bottom of this, like, salon. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> he turns his head. There's a fucking... Giant tent church in the middle of the field the with desert. nothing it's around, like nothing it. around yeah. it, and black people going crazy in there. And you see his face, bro. The way his face is like he's discovering and absorbing all this music yeah. and inventing a sound. He's his face is like this the whole like <laughs> 10 minutes, bro. He goes into the church, catches the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Literally, Dog, literally, literally, literally like this. He's literally like this, surrounded by black people. They have and, little they white lift, and they lift him up and everything like that. And they Yo, do they like lift the him eagle. Oh, they do the eagle eye like oh, shot. It was nasty. <laughs> you remember, you remember Game of Thrones when they picked up Daenerys and it was a sea of like minorities holding this white blonde woman up. Oh, it was nasty. It was nasty. <laughs> but I will say this. They were slick. They were mm. very slick. They never said that he, like, they never made it look like he diabolically stole these moves mm-hmm. and these sounds from black people. But they show him stealing these moves from black mm. I don't know how to describe it. Like, he goes to a Little Richard concert, watches Little Richard. He's like, oh, I like his moves. Oh, they love him here, blah, blah, blah. Starts doing the moves. And this is pre-internet where, like, <laughs> you can't really... 
fact check and be like, wait, who started this back then? Well, times? you can. There's there's a lot of black historians that are, that are pulling the cards. I mean, on them. then at the time. Oh, you mean then? So yeah. So like yeah. when when Elvis took it's like, yeah, let me bring this but back. But even to more importantly, even if white people did find out, they'd be like, yo, fuck them niggas. Yeah. <laughs> you doing it now? We like how he does. <laughs> Which is what exactly what Elvis's career seemed to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way. I don't know what they were smoking back then. Mm-hmm. To see a white boy shaking his leg and, and woman- the way they were going crazy was so Alicia, fucking I want to hilarious. fight you. I want to fight you for making me watch this shit, dog. It was hilarious. He's on stage. The girls are he's ne- he, nobody knows him. Yeah. No one knows him. He came out kind of nervous. Everybody's out, like, who the fuck is this? shitting his pants. He does his his his, his uh, little, leg, little thing. El- leg thing that Elvis does and they keep zooming in on this nigga's penis. Mm-hmm. Like they just keep zooming in on his dick, which, by the way, there's no dick print, nothing showing. I don't know what's going on, but they they zoom in on the dick area. Then you they they go to a girl, a different chick in the audience, and, she and you see like the girl bro, sweating, the girl's looking at herself like this. Something's coming over her. Just start screaming. Yeah, I'm like, and suck they di- my dick. And they went to like, <laughs> they went to like all different like different women, and then all of a sudden it went to like one of the women that went like worked at the label, and she started going crazy. Bro, She's like, a woman that has heard him sing, a woman that works with him, was there when he recorded the song, is watching him perform, and she she stands up, can't control herself, like unprovoked, just stands up, and like catches herself and sits yeah. back down. I'm like. This is just fucking insane. <laughs> this is just fucking insane, bro. And then there was another scene, like so. After that, like the women would just gravitate and they would tell him, like, "You can't perform like this. Just perform normally, whatever," because it would cause mass hysteria he, with like all the women. Bro. And then there was one scene where he was with um, homegirl, his wife, uh, Marie. Is it Marie? Lisa. Lisa Marie. Uh, oh wait, no, Priscilla. 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 Priscilla is his wife. Yeah. And she was like in the audience and you see him just going around like kissing, kissing all these women and she's just sitting there like so fucking bothered. He's going so down annoying. a line of women just kissing them yeah. in the mouth. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is the worst movie. Like, this is the thing. No. The story of Elvis and everything that came with it. Yeah. Extremely sad. Like yeah. extremely when sad. When you look at the story of it, absolutely. Like it's like the story you're like, the man didn't even leave. Did to like, do all this. That's my point. Is the story so potent? Yeah. And so they could have just been normal. It had the opportunity to be white ray. Let me put it that way. Because the guy playing Elvis, he I'm telling really you, well. he did really fucking well. I didn't even know that. Everybody it wasn't around Elvis. him. <laughs> everybody around him. Eh. Like, all right. Tom Hanks hated the accent, hated all that. But Tom Hanks himself, like uh, playing wh- whoever the guy is, you started to hate him. Like, yeah. and that's a sign of a good actor. Yeah, so he did his job. So he did his job. Mm-hmm. So the the story of Elvis is so potent. They didn't need to do any of this. Like, bro, when you watch it, it's too <laughs> much. It's too much art. Yeah. Not enough story. Yeah, so they're trying yeah, to do the cool camera did, things. Yeah. They're trying to do the cool font stuff and the they zoom They have like outs. some cartoon like things popped yeah. up and stuff like that. Like it's me fucked, and my sister bro. laughed. We're like, this is like confusing when Doja Cat played. Oh my God. The Did vi- you even yeah. catch it? Yeah, no. I, I, they I played Doja it. Cat in the video. And my and sister Eminem. was like, my sister was like, like, this is supposed to be in the 50s. Like, why, why are they playing Doja, Doja Cat? Like, I get it's the soundtrack, but put that shit in the credits, my nigga. Like, <laughs> the fuck? It's it just, it, they tried to make it too artsy. 
And they tried yeah. to make it look too cool. Like it looked like Transformers with Elvis. Like <laughs> it was it was just too much, bro. Somebody too just needs much. to make like a normal, just a normal Elvis. Movie. Because that man really was going through some fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, because the story is bro. crazy. Like that's what like when I talked about it, it's not about like all of the other shit. It really was just about his story. Because I'm yeah. like, I didn't know a lot of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I really just obviously knew some songs when i was a kid i knew he died people said he had died like had a heart attack on the toilet yeah. and then i knew eventually that he I like stole shit about from all the drugs. yeah so mm. i didn't know that i didn't know like he reminded me, his life reminded me a how lot. he couldn't travel anywhere i didn't yeah. know that that too That's whereas sad. like he wanted to be international and the best thing they could do was uh, do like live a, a concerts where tour. they streamed it <laughs> and oh, it was yeah. out to 1.5 billion people they streamed it out. That's too. crazy. And yeah. they wouldn't let this guy travel because the guy, the manager didn't have an actual passport yeah, and yeah. he didn't want to lose him. It's just a stu- it's it's a dumb movie. Great story. They fumbled the bag. Yeah. It's just that simple. They fumbled the bag. Don't b- waste your time watching this movie. Thank there's God I didn't so go to the fucking theaters to watch it. It just came yeah, out on Crave. I was but like, thank there, God. I swear there's so many Elvis movies. Or like, Is there? There's been multiple Elvis movies. And None of them good enough. Yeah, man. you you would have thought they would have made... Because one has to be a classic with the mm-hmm. way white people feel about that man. Mm-hmm. Podcast P, in your house, you guys play Elvis growing up? Uh, I think it might have been like grandparents type thing. Mm. Uh, not, not so much Elvis, but he was big. Yeah. Crazy, bro. Crazy. And even like, I didn't know that he fell off and then got back on. Like, mm-hmm. that's something I wasn't told after Martin Luther King died. Like, nobody was fucking with him <laughs> for years. And then he comes back popping again. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole taking him off a stage and shaving his head and sending him off to war. That was wild. Like, there's so much cool shit that happened to this nigga. Yeah. And just the mental <laughs> turmoil that he himself was going through. Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of artists should watch that. Like, mm-hmm. it, it almost. The the second half of it, at least, yeah. Like it almost seems like a like how they used him and they exhausted him, and it's like, like fuck, like it seems like a you know when you go to but then they got him in that they got him in that binding contract where he was like indebted to you, Tom Hanks character, like he couldn't leave fifty percent of like all of his money and shit. Yeah, he couldn't leave because he wouldn't have money to like pay him back. So that's why he just had to work until he is. Like well, died. he also spent frivolously as well. The yeah. man spared no expense, literally. <laughs> like, yeah. it was bad. Um, but yeah, no, fuck, fuck yeah. all that movie. Well, when and- you watch Hong for Jesus, let me know so we can discuss. I don't think like Regina Hall and Sterling Brown. I think they did great in their roles because, especially with Regina, like you've seen, like from one from like happy or whatever to like completely like upset you know mm, what i mean yeah. so like it it went from one sh- extreme to another and then like sterling brown it's different from obviously like this is us yeah right um but you i just go watch a that- real white singer man uh, uh <laughs> why is his name why am i hearing i'm, I'm thinking of kubla Kabbalah. I thought of like three different K names just now. But Kubla. Kubla Khan. Kubla Khan. You guys can, should go check out Kubla music, man. That's the real yeah. white guitarist right there. Yeah. Black Adder. You heard of Black Adder? Black Hatter? Black Adder. Black Adder. It's no. like a historical comedy. And like Black Adder. Little Nerdy Me was How obsessed. do you spell that? B L A C K A D D E R. 
Hard ER too. Nice. <laughs> oh wow. Mr. B Wow, he's got titties on his head. Yeah, no, I gotta watch this. <laughs> you love it. You love That's it. definitely your brand of humor right yeah. there. Titties on the side of the head. That's this is pre Mr. Bean? This is like his first shit. He's like in his early thirties. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's wild. He's a genius. A like he's I don't think genius, he gets yeah. enough respect for what he's done. And I think it's partly because of the whole silence thing. Like totally. You gotta kinda play that in real life too. You don't I've never seen him in an interview. I don't yeah, know yeah, what he sounds like on a normal day-to-day -day basis ever. But that's a, I think you have to make that sacrifice if you want to be who he is. Like totally. Charlie Chaplin, I've I've seen The Great Debater mm -hmm. where he was he played like Hitler or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he had like the greatest monologue. I'm like, the one time he speaks, he has <laughs> the, the greatest monologue yeah. in the history of movies. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. insane. 100%. The shit he said in that, they, they dub it over to this day with like showing war and totally. what the world's turning into is it an amazing speech you ever yeah. seen it no it's like an old black of course you don't watch tv what am i saying it's not a romance <laughs> it's not a rom-com we just went over this yeah, <laughs> it's not a rom-com it's not Grey's anatomy <laughs> which by the way i'm hearing no meredith in in this, Shut the fuck this season of Grey's anatomy i'm i'm dead serious no, mer no the new they're phasing coming her out? out they're phasing her out there's new interns all that the only one there is yeah, still so the many black people, guy. Yeah, so many people did leave. Um, Thankfully. And died. That was great, too. No, shut <laughs> up. Oh I've seen God. a guy um, doing his review. You know how people, like, watch things, like, very popular things. You could do it because you don't watch shit. <laughs> you can make TikToks yeah. watching very popular things and 100%. review them how yeah. you see them. And people, okay. because there's so many fans of these things, people want to see yeah. what fresh eyes think of it. Yeah. Gotcha. So there's a guy who's talking about the first season Grey's Anatomy, mm -hmm. and he's basically saying everything that's going to happen, but hoping that it doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I hope George doesn't die. That would be, that'd be horrible. <laughs> I was dying. But guys, you guys are hearing an unfamiliar voice, or maybe a familiar voice. You guys have, if you've been in the streets... And seen, <laughs> seen what uh, kind of streets? Do they call it busking? Busking. busking. Yeah, busking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one of the top buskers. <laughs> Can we say that legally? <laughs> in Toronto, we've got Kubla in the building, Welcome. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hold on, you know what? I think I saw you on the corner of of um, Trinity Bellwoods. Yeah, not surprising. Just doing mm -hmm. your thing on that little cove there, right where go, they go up the stairs. Did you hear? You had another person beside you playing with you. Uh. It was, I don't know what instrument it was. I can confirm if you did. You just heard him at first, right? You I, didn't, you I, didn't see I heard, no, I I heard you and I stopped. I'm like, Yo, this white boy can sing. Oh, so you, so you saw him I, at the same time as you heard him. As I heard, I stopped yeah. and I watched you and I was like, shit, man. They don't have enough buskers in the city. <laughs> this, at least this good. That's what it's called. Like, I've never busking, heard. Busking, yeah. busking. I've never heard this word It's a very right medieval <laughs> type word. Like, it feels <laughs> old. Like, yeah, yeah. it feels like there should be an iOS update to that <laughs> word. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> That's insane. Busking. But yeah. I'm trying to remember what song he was performing, but I'm like, yo. When I first heard him, Where? I heard him, but didn't see him. Okay. So I thought it was a nigga. I thought, <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, there is a lot of oppression in that in that soul voice there. I'm hearing a lot of, he's oh been through gosh. some shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then I saw him and I was like, oh shit, okay. That threw me for Not a loop. Not what you expected. And then the video was shot so well. It was uh, Queen of Spadina. Yeah, yeah, word. 
And then I remember driving past you the day that you filmed it. Wow. So I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is all coming to me at once. Because I remember going around the corner and turning turning to my girl like, yo, that nigga could sing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, I saw the video and I seen you singing. Man, you have an amazing voice. Thank you. First very, of all. very nice voice. Yeah, thank Plus, you. you play the guitar mm -hmm. and you play it very well. Thank you. Um, how did this all begin? Uh, both my parents are musicians. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I was really lucky. Both my parents are uh, are like Celtic musicians from oh, the West Coast. Oh, so they shit. play like Celtic. Celtic. That's Irish, no? Irish, yeah. Yes. So like, okay. like Irish and Scottish traditional music. Um, kind of like, oh, Danny boy. That, that kind of shit, you know? And <laughs> he could just do that. I wish I could just do that in Danny life. Boy. Oh, Danny boy. Like, I can't sound like Pumba. Um, <laughs> but. That's crazy. Okay, I feel like Irish people and Jamaican people should be closer. Word. I feel like the patois and, and the accent, <laughs> the Irish accent, are just neck and neck. I was going to say, though, I didn't they, I mean, weren't the Irish considered the slaves of the yeah. whites? Yeah. So in I, I, this is my theory. Okay. Mm. When the slave ships was heading towards Jamaica, ah. they're like, hey, let's get some of these Irish white boys, too. Throw them on Throw them on. Hey, hey bring, bring some of that Irish moss, you guys. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the, the Irish moss. <laughs> the Irish moss. You know what I mean? And That's then they, they love their stout. Who has the stout? The Irish moss. We might be right? onto something. I'm saying, like, they go hand in hand. <laughs> or genital and genital. And then, we was fucking back in the day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then on top of that. Hello, that's why I'm here. <laughs> She's biracial. No, we need that as a soundbite. I'm getting that as a soundbite. It's official. The biracial soundbite will exist. <laughs> but for sure, there's like within the Irish accent and the mm -hmm. Jamaican accent, there are certain things. It right? just sounds so similar. And now I understand. Um, just because Toronto's so exposed now and more and more people are learning our slang and our lifestyle, mm -hmm. apparently we sound like Jamaican leprechauns. Yes. <laughs> which, is, uh, <laughs> which I'm like, that's it. You know that sudden realization that you sound different and now you can't unhear it? Like, I watched a Kill Tony episode today and there's one Canadian guy on there. Yeah. And Jared he goes Nathan? up and... No, it wasn't Jared. It wasn't, shout out Jared. It wasn't Jared though. But he's, he shout out that guy because he's from the same city. And it's this just big, big white guy, plaid shirt, obviously. And just, he sounded so Canadian. Yeah, man. And I was like, God, oh, I can't. If we have an accent. Yeah, for sure. Like, we have an accent. You can hear it when you're the only one. And, and you're like the only one in a oh, room. Yeah. And it's ugly. It's not even like, <laughs> it's not even like it's a, oh, we have an accent. No, it's, we have an accent. <laughs> like, this is a problem. It's like, a problem. Like, this is bad. Like, yeah. if you guys hear yourself, I remember Russell Peters had a joke about it uh, back in the day about how we sound like donkeys. Fuck off. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like, and I'm like, I, I, it was exaggerated. So I'm like, eh, I'm not going to look too much into it. But now, man. It's, it's it's real shaky. We sound like Baltimore people. And it's funny too. <laughs> I'm from the West Coast, mm. so I came to Toronto like two years ago. Oh, and my friend, like my friend, all my friends here obviously are from Ontario. Yeah, and they're like, "You sound like California light." <laughs> like, it's like, definitely a different yeah, cadence. Yeah, Big, it's different definitely cadence. a different cadence. And then when you go Yo, to the dude. east, it's probably even well, it is even different. Like yeah. I have friends that are from Nova Scotia, and like just the way that they talk, I'm, when you, they're all together, oh, yeah. I'm just like I feel really <laughs> left. They're out. like Canadian they, Bostonites. Yeah, yeah. And, they, <laughs> and they all call each other "hun." They're like, "Oh, it's okay, hun." Like, can you grab that for me, hun? Nah, hun. Like, Everything's hun. Let's have a hot shot, hun. I'm That's like, their fans. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> that's their fam. That's crazy. <laughs> no, no, and I'm not dealing with that. To hear from the man, that'd be wild. <laughs> that is so wild. So you moved to Toronto two years ago. Yeah. Why did you move to Toronto? Because uh, I'm from a pretty small island town. Well, the biggest island town, Victoria, BC. Okay. And uh, my cousin was, lives there. Yo, sick. Have you been? No, not yet. It's I've nice. been to Vancouver, but I never went. We didn't. Uh, the ferry. Yeah. The tickets were sold out. Right. And it was during COVID too, like like last year. So I know that there were some like restrictions. I guess on the island, so yeah, we yeah, never yeah. went. But Damn. she's lived there for like a while. So wait, you can get sold out from being getting home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you can straight up. Yeah, that's so it's fucked. That up. just blew my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. And it's like you have boat. no like you're on a like you'll be stuck on an island. Like you yeah. can't do anything. There's no like that like highway so like bridge. Like yeah, yeah. you have to take the ferry, and it's like it leaves. I like it gets there at certain times. It starts working and it stops at certain. That times. is crazy. <laughs> that's nuts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what is what is the biggest change coming from there to here? Uh, coming from there to here is probably how friendly the people are. Everyone here is like super friendly mm. and open. And actually, like the West Coast, I like to say that it's like super like beautiful, but really cold. Like oh. People there are like very mm. keep to themselves sort of. And That's interesting. Yeah. I never that's saw what, that coming. That's what I felt when I was in Vancouver. Word. Like every time I go to Vancouver, I'm like, you guys are nice when... We, if I know you, yeah, 100%. but if I don't know you, they're like, yeah, do your own thing. Yeah. We're yeah. in our world here. Wow. Like, it's very hard to get in and trying to fit in where you get in where you fit in. It's is very like, Cali. Yeah, very yeah, Cali. totally. Very Cali totally. right there. Except for the black people, because when we were walking, like there's <laughs> few and far between black people. But there's yeah. knowing every time. Yeah, yeah. Every time they seen like Ezra. Like, I'd see Ezra, like, nodding and stuff like yep. that and saying like this. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> and he was like, every time they see me, they just, like, smile and nod and say, what's up? And I'm like, I guess because there's not that many, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. here and stuff like that. Niggas on one hand, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> that nigga ain't from here. It's like, he looks like he don't belong here. What's up? <laughs> Wait, how long and, have you been performing, though? How long, like, like have life? you been busking? Um, busking was something I did when I first came to Toronto because okay, it was just like an okay. easy way to get in the scene. Because mm. yeah. I was okay. going to say, I remember there was this dude, so in Vancouver, you know where there's that big free Willy statue? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Another soulful ass white boy oh. playing the guitar. Like, oh, what's his name? I'm like, yo, this <laughs> <He> guy <knew. laughs> I know this He's like, there's like only like two black souls and white bodies <laughs> in all of Vancouver. No, but he seems so good. And I'm like, bro, man, do you ever think about pursuing this for real beyond busting? He's like, nah, I don't care. I just love to perform. Norm literally sing. talks to anybody. That's yeah, like the common deed. I, I, I envy it. I envy it. I envy it because it's like I used to like From people like that. Kids, to random I used to really love people like that. I used yeah, to love yeah. people. And now it's just like, eh. um, but you is, know, sorry, no, I was just going to say, is busking even like really a thing out there? Busking is a thing out there, but mm -hmm. it's really tourist heavy out there. So mm -hmm. like here I find that the people walking around, like if you're in Trinity Bellwoods, a lot of the people you see are people that just live around there. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's nice because like they're connected in the city. So mm -hmm. I bust a lot here as a means to like get gigs and play around. And it really worked. Like people saw me, they were like, yo, come play at my restaurant, come play at my thing, you know? Yeah. And whereas in Victoria, it's just like Americans on cruise ships. True. Walking mm -hmm. down the street being like, wow, this place is pretty. 
Yeah. Here's five dollars. <laughs> oh my gosh. Plus, not to mention the coldness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's crazy. That is crazy. Actually, since you said that uh, Vancouver or BC people are kind of cold, mm-hmm. um, my aunt and uncle and their like kids and stuff like that live in Calgary, mm-hmm. and well, their one daughter is the one that moved to Victoria, but they said that when El Burdens, is that what they're called? Albertans? Albertans, yeah. Yeah, cross over to BC. Mm-hmm. They end up getting their tires slashed, like cars vandalized and all oh, that shit. stuff. Like BC people have like a beef <laughs> with people in Alberta. So if they see like an Alberta license but plate, why? they're BC like, fuck Alberta. you. Like, I <laughs> Keep Bert. your oil on it. <laughs> Berta versus Colombia. Yes. <laughs> What's going on? I kind of do be like that. Like, like people in uh, people in BC are like hyper progressive, mm. and yeah. people in Alberta want to ship their oil to China because they want to. Yeah, make they're super conservatives in like Alberta. Like yeah. that's the that's the like Trumps of. Yeah, oh. they're like they're like we want the pipeline, and Vancouver's like, no, you're gonna ruin our rainforest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. And so like they're right beside each other, so it's like so it's that's like, all right land. All yeah, this like, time, I thought it was Quebec. <laughs> that's Dude, it's crazy. Texas. I think yeah, Quebec is all right land. They did say that that uh, um, Alberta is the Texas of Canada. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they, yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. They got yeah. the cattle ranching. Wow. They got the oil. They got the cowboys. They it is minus all the black people. Have y'all been to the stampede? Have y'all been to the stampede? No, no, no I haven't. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard. Time. I've heard about it for white people. No, <laughs> it was a little whack for you. <laughs> Shaky. Yeah. Wow. Hey, man, like the what the you doing ima- around here, partner? <laughs> I don't know why they're from the south. I don't know why I did that. It's, it's all <laughs> denim and plaid. <laughs> I don't doubt it, man. And, and, and blonde. Cow- <laughs> cowboy hats and like the cowboy. Boots. I mean, I fucks with it. I like that kind of shit. But like, I just wish. The Canadian government or the airlines, whoever it is, would make flying within the country way cheaper. A lot cheaper. more. Oh, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. like, I would love to explore all of Canada. Yeah, the best time yeah. to do it was during the pandemic, pandemic because yeah. that's when they dropped the prices. Yeah. But then yeah. it's also like you go there and, and you, you can't don't know do nothing. like what's open and what's not <laughs> right. open, exactly. and like all these different fucking rules for each province. But exactly. I will say that like from the places that I have been in Canada, like Canada is such a beautiful thing, and I wish. Like, even when I stayed in Calgary, I stayed there for three weeks, right? Mm. And, like, I was like, yo, why don't more, like, black people live there? Like, it's so affordable compared to here. I mean, in terms of, like, houses and stuff like that, I know that they get paid more, but then they also get, like, I don't know, everything else kind of... Does it balance out? I don't think it balances out, though. I don't know. Because people from Toronto still move out there, save up money, enough to come back and be well they move they move move up to like fort mcmurray and stuff like that Mm. sometimes if you want to make the real that's where the no that's where like the oil fields are so like my my cousin like lives up there and this was years ago i don't know how much he was making now but essentially he'd only work two weeks on and then two weeks off and he did that for like the whole year so essentially six months if you add it all yeah. up, six months out of the year. And he was making like $300,000 from it. <laughs> plus like everything else that he has. Like he lives really well out there. He mm. owns At like, first seven, though, it's a nasty grind. Properties. Damn. 
At first, you yeah. got to sleep on the floor with a bunch of mans. <laughs> <laughs> like the the early days of that and working your way up yeah, to making that money. Yeah, he's been there since money. he was like yeah. 20. Yeah, you got to make a lot of sacrifices, like Nazi friends and family. Like yeah. I, yeah. I know people, a lot of people go out there, come back and be like, feel alienated. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Especially I, because I of probably that culture of the coldness there. Yeah. They get so used to it's, that. It's like resource extraction economy. So yeah. like, like it's so rich in resources that like people move there to make money or they move there for the beauty. And so like, they're there. I say it's like the place you go to retire when you're 35. Oh, wow. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Food for thought on <laughs> Canada. It's <laughs> funny, though, you say that bec- about the, about like, you know, black people not being in Alberta, the West Coast. Mm-hmm. When, my f- when my cousin and her Jamaican husband got married in Banff, mm-hmm. they said this is the first ever black Filipino wedding <laughs> they've ever experienced. Wow. <laughs> wow. And I was like, Stop this! Like, no. And every, and like I remember, just so see- much seasoning here. <laughs> I just remember like we were having so much fun. I was the host of the wedding. We were just getting down. The DJs were going crazy. Filipino blacks, Jamaicans going crazy, and then all these, all these different bridesmaids were coming from the other, or all these different brides were coming from the other uh, areas where the part where they were celebrating their their wedding receptions. And you could just see like the sadness. Like, <laughs> my wedding was like fun this. Why did you get us a DJ like that? What's up, Bam? Told you get that white busker with the black voice. Would have killed it. How do you like? Do you have to audition to get like a busking permit? So the busking permit situation is super dumb in Toronto. They they don't let you use amplification. I literally just go out there and the cops only stop me if they, but it's kind of funny. Like I've me and, and my friends and uh, the cops are honestly really uh, kind of, I don't know. It seems like they have taste about it. <laughs> I see people who are bad get stopped. Like yeah, immediately. that's what I was just about to say. I was like, if you weren't sick, yeah. <laughs> they lock your ass exactly. up. But they, they're about to, they brought the cuffs out, walked up to him and went, Hold on, give him, give him about two more songs. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen with my friend Chris. I've seen it happen many times. Where, like the cops will walk up, and they'll kind of like, they'll kind of like, they won't make eye contact with you yeah. for like a good half hour, and then they'll come over to you. Like you're like, oh, they're, I guess they're there for something else. Yeah, yeah. And so um, <laughs> they're listening, and they don't want to look like fanboys. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you bums, that's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. And people around get mad too. So like, mm. like they, they, you know. It's uh, oh, if they stop you, yeah. So yeah. I, I got it. Like I, I could be super adversarial. Like I could be like, "Yo, like we we don't want to yeah. stop. We're not going to stop." Yeah. But I, every time they come, I'm like, I'm like, like if I were in their position, if I were like walking up to a place and like twenty people were like, "Yo, fuck you, pigs!" Exactly, like yeah. get the fuck out of here. Start getting aggressive. Exactly. Start getting. And I'm like, I'm out. I'm gone. Yeah. I played. I made my money. I'm gone. Do you, you sing just harder? Start, you just start playing Sting and all. Exactly. Just start playing the police. Just, <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, start playing Foo Fighters. <laughs> there goes my. Did you see that video by the way this week? Oh, Dave oh Bro. yo, of, of son, Dave yeah, yeah, his yeah, yeah. his son playing the drums at um a concert mm-hmm. after he's di- he's died or whatever, yeah, yeah, and yeah. there was like a very long heartfelt tribute at the start, and then the son comes on and does "There Goes My Hero." Fucking drumming his ass off and then kisses the drum. My Aww. heart broke in half. Yeah, and Dave girls like ch- choking up the whole time. Yeah, yeah man. That was, that it was, was I had goosebumps touching. like all yeah. over. It was insane. And it because of that song too, like that song, if you know the song, it's yeah. so that song will give you goosebumps by itself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Much less with all that meaning behind it and everything. It was Jeez. amazing. It was a great moment. Hundred percent. Who is Taylor Hawkins? Taylor Hawkins? He's 
He was the drummer. Drummer, right? yeah. yeah. That was drummer, drummer for Foo Fighters. Foo yeah. Fighters. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, cool because Dave Grohl was the drummer for Nirvana. Nirvana. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So there's no audition process. No, I just I just show up on the street and just play. Interesting. Yeah. Do you do you do TTC stations any of those? No, I I really like uh, I do like busking, but I I really want to you know. I really just want to put my music out and I put on a bunch of shows myself and sold tickets and stuff like that. Yeah, so no. I'm just, uh, it's kind of similar to the comedy hustle, you know, like you just got to find ways you can do it. So people become aware of it. Mm -hmm. right, and so right. they dig you. So when you put in your own shows, you can actually like invite people out and they can have a good time. Yeah. But it's really about proving that at first. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm patient, but I, uh, I, and I'll perform anywhere, but it's just like, wherever's the easiest for me to get into. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have to do like the least amount of paperwork, the least amount oh, of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I'm there, yeah. For sure. And especially with, like, the amplification of, like, TikTok and, and yeah. Instagram reels and all those stuff. You could essentially have one viral video. Totally. And then that put up an event bright link yeah. and meet everybody in a park. Totally. <laughs> like, that's the cool thing about what you do. Is I've like, done that a few times, too. Yeah? Yeah. That's amazing. Really? That's so dope. Yeah, I great. love that there's so many different ways for entrepreneurs to make money now. I know. Like, there, it's, there's really no excuse. Like, if you... Are talented and are putting in the work. There's always a way to make money doing what the you. The hardest have. thing, though, to give people credit is getting from nothing to something. Oh yeah, that's the hardest mm -hmm. amount of time. I'm sure you experienced it, where it's like if you've got no fans, it takes a long ass time for you to get one fan. I was spoiled oh, it, wow. for me because I did the VJ search right. in 2009, okay, and that was what like my first like little platform, mm -hmm. I guess. And we were on live TV five days in a row yeah. across all of Canada. True. So it's like you. By the time that show was finished, I had just started my Twitter that week. I think I started Twitter that week, and I had 11,000 followers just off the top. Mm, damn. And so mm. that, and then I did YouTube, like, probably two, three weeks later. Yeah. And then that just did its own <laughs> thing. So I got, I was spoiled at the but start of But I also of feel like yeah. with uh, Lath, mm. because yeah, it was like the Lath? Tumblr... Like, well, that was after. That was two years afterwards. Tumblr? Tumblr yeah, Tumblr was 2011 like Tumblr was, was when like, we popped off. Tumblr really? 2010 and 11 was when it really, like, for especially 2010 summer, mm. that's when shit really started taking off on Tumblr. What year was Much Music? 2009. Oh. Yeah, 2009 was my first time doing anything, like, sit, like publicly. I didn't know I wanted yeah. to do TV stuff or anything like that at that I point. I submitted a demo for the 2012 one or something mm. like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's a lot. This is the thing about those those um, submissions. There's a lot of talented people who never got picked. But I yeah, kind of think yeah. that the more talented you looked in the audition, yeah. the more they're like, no. Nah. Because it's like, it was... It, it, some people had very polished. Like I remember Shannon Boudram's video. I'll never forget it. Shannon Boudram, whose name her name's Shan Booty. Now people know her as a, a great, amazing sex therapist, sex talk, sexologist, sexologist, author, amazing, yep. a, a million things. And she did a submission video mm -hmm. with the Fresh Prince theme song mm -hmm. and recreated the Fresh Prince intro to submit her audition. And I was like. No one's fucking it. beaten me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is the greatest. Yeah. This is cinema. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I was like, that. it, it shitted on my video especially. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way. Like, And, and the vote at that time it was a voting <laughs> thing. So mm. you're seeing so many people vote for her. And I didn't know she had a, those girls are wild YouTube channel. Yeah, I was going to say that that's how she really got her. Like, 
she did other things yeah. too but those girls are wild were her was her first like claim to fame and yeah. she started getting like fans that was way. that her I own thing no it was between her and andrea that she used to play uh hazel in degrassi oh cool yeah okay. yeah so they, they were like channel. best friends at the time and Sweet. they started their own like website and then that went to like youtube when yeah. youtube started getting popular so they were really ahead of the curve from mm -hmm. time ahead in so many ways yeah. i went to the channel the other day um it's still up yeah it's nice. still up and they had Issa ray before way before wow. insecure they oh, had, wow. they have a video with Issa ray they have a video with uh chelsea uh i can't remember her name just shaved her hair black girl she did the video um white girls say to black girls back in the day oh i don't you guys remember. remember that one yeah she bodied it she's mm. she's an amazing um everything as well she's just yeah. like Shan shannon but like they <laughs> they had so many people who ended up becoming something humongous yeah. on their channel when they're getting a thousand two thousand views it's like yeah they were the start of youtube in toronto to totally me. yeah like, yeah it was them latoya forever mm -hmm. <clears throat> and shameless maya she's from here but she was like sweet uh no, no, no. But at the time, I think she started, she moved to New York. She up and oh, yeah, she did, she did. went to New York and stuff like that. But now she lives in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> One of the most beautiful birth videos on YouTube I've ever seen, by the way. Like, I don't watch yeah, I a lot of them, it. by the way. I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> that made it sound like I'm at home. Like, yeah. That was the best <laughs> one I've this ever my seen. shit. <laughs> Here we go. I You're love the TLC. Birth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I like the, what they did with the bathtub there. That's a good touch. Yeah, no, I, I because I, I know her, I, I wanted to watch her little. She had a like a mini movie, basically, yeah. of her, her birth. Her home birth. Home birth. Yeah, yeah. it was a natural In, like, birth. And she, so she met her partner when they were both traveling um staying in like costa rica in one of those hostels things? hostels yeah, yeah. Right. they met and so he's from sweden that's where he lived and so she ended up deciding to like pack up all of her stuff mm -hmm. and from la and move to sweden but where they live in sweden is like countryside like they literally right. can like like have their own little farm vibes like with in terms of like vegetables and stuff like that um think of ozark yeah 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 yeah, ozark? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. very okay, ozark cool. and like, they're on the run <laughs> yeah and even with like her midwife and stuff like that and her doula they lived like out like i think their midwives two, lived hours, two away. hours away wow. or something like that. and there wasn't even like hospitals around and stuff so they live in like nowhere so their birth story was like kind of crazy because yeah, i'd wild. feel so weird check like. it out on youtube <laughs> if you guys have not is it's really really beautiful i'm gonna definitely yeah. check that out um where do you want to take this because uh, i i know these days not everybody wants fame yeah 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 that's you know a good I mean? that's a good observation yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah do you want fame no i only want as much fame as little fame as i need to okay. get what i need to do okay that's that's what i want but i i uh i want to connect people with my music i'm a i'm a very naturally <laughs> philosophical guy and um, I could tell by the jacket. You can tell the jacket. You don't wear that kind of jacket without it being a thinker. You know what I mean? It's not a lazy jacket. Yeah. Can't just walk and be like, yeah, this is the one. No, you, st you stood there when I did stand there. And think How could it. I rock this? Okay. I got actually there's a, there's a dude named Sid in the vintage store in Kensington that I go to because I used to have this regular gig in Kensington. And uh, I go in there every day and he's around the same size as me. And he just <laughs> nice. chucks clothes at me. <laughs> nice. Just, just that always helps. It's a big buzz. <laughs> but yeah, I want to take this thing, um, and I just want to, I really just want to touch people's lives in the same way that artists have really touched my lives, mm -hmm. for my life. And, you know, we talk, uh, we joke about 
uh, me sounding like a like a black dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you have the Michael Bolton effect, is what I like to call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're, you're straight Bobby Caldwell, bro. Yeah, yeah. 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 But you know what's crazy? You were singing what you won't do when I saw you, bro. Oh. Yeah, word. So it wait, down. he yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah. He slowed it down. He's aware of the blackness inside. <laughs> so when I was a kid, I would bike around my neighborhood listening to Stevie Wonder's discography. Mm-hmm. That was like my origin story. The greatest discography known to men. Absolutely. Easily. Stevie Wonder's to this day my favorite artist of all time. I, t- I tell everybody to yeah. this day, Maybe. there's Absolutely. no, like, we talk about Usher not being able to beat anyone. Stevie Wonder's Body in that ass. Body. I'm sorry, but it's obviously yeah. different categories, different times, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. But Stevie Wonder is unreal. Is, man, I can't t- name someone that's on TV more than Stevie Wonder, <laughs> and he's not on TV. Like yeah, yeah, his true. music is in every commercial, every TV show. Yeah. Scandal's entire discography <laughs> yeah. was Stevie Wonder at one point. Yeah, and, he's and amazing. L- lest we forget. Like, there's not that many child to adult stars in this world left. Mm. Like, totally. we had the Michael Jackson. Yeah, Bieber is the yeah, last the one. Bieber. <laughs> no, wait. Drake. Drake. Drake was a kid. I guess yeah, you yeah. Yeah. Bieber's there, but... But, like, but Drake wasn't singing. But Stevie Wonder's kid, the yeah. longest running. Mm. Like, no one has... Like yeah, Michelle like, he's Fasoka, so old. You know, you know what I mean? Don't do that to Michael, man. It's too soon, brother. It's too soon, man. <laughs> but, no, man, I'm saying he, he no, was I get there it, I even get before it. Michael. Well, maybe... Mm, yeah, I guess right? Janet is a little bit behind him. Yeah. yeah. Um, Janet is probably being, the closest thing to him. Yeah, yeah. Probably but the closest. Stevie came out when he was, what, like, 11? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Let me it, hear you say yeah. <laughs> so what was your? Good. Who were your top three? So you have Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Um, it's a really good question. I'm gonna say Stevie Wonder. I'm gonna say Leanne Le Havis. Oh, That's okay. Leanne Le Havis. Did amazing. not see that coming. Yeah. Oh, who? Leanne Le Havis. Oh, you haven't heard. She's oh, a, she's an English. Kind of jealous. Uh, yeah, she's unreal. <laughs> kind of jealous. <laughs> I don't know who Le- is either. Leanne. What? You're gonna love her music. L i a n n e. Um. Leanne Le Havis and, oh, God. Um, hmm. You're really Look, marinating on this. I really like need to John marinate Mayer on this. guy. See, people <laughs> always assume? compare me to John Mayer. <laughs> I, like, I like to say that I'm trying to aim for a sound that's somewhere between John Mayer and Stevie Wonder. Mm. But I wouldn't put John, John Mayer in my top three. Okay. I'd say that my top three is probably like, uh, probably like an Emily King or... Like a God. Be careful, they're gonna see this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um maybe Alan Stone. Okay. Could be Alan it. Stone. Alan. That's one I don't Alan Stone. Oh Alan, Alan Stone. Stone. No, I know Alan Stone. Yeah, I put you on Stone. Yeah, he's yeah. another he's another West Coast boy whose okay. who's, uh the voice doesn't match his face. But he uh <laughs> <laughs> <he's> <laughs> Yo, that mouth? When I saw his mouth I'm like <laughs> it's coming out of that mouth. <laughs> cat voice. Sick. He's got no, cat voice. When I saw, voice. I saw when I was nineteen. I saw uh, Alan Stone in Vancouver um, at this place called the Vogue, mm. and it, it it that's what made me want to do it. It's like I saw the kind of energy that was in the room. I saw the way that people were were engaging with it, enjoying it, and not a lot of stuff comes the way mm-hmm. my way. Like I've seen a lot of legendary artists because of the jazz fest in Victoria and stuff like that, but um, not a ton of like really current artists. And uh, who are like really doing like a genuinely musical thing. Mm-hmm. And like his band was unreal and everything about the performance was unreal and they're having so much fun. And the cra- and like he was singing about things that were so meaningful and so beautiful. Yeah. And so yeah, that really inspired me. So I'd put him in the top three for sure. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. So, so go ahead. 
considering that your parents do Celtic music, mm-hmm. did they ever listen to like Stevie Wonder? Yeah, and- they're, they're both like jazz nerds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, like they, my mom's like a singer songwriter. So mm-hmm. uh, my dad's more of the Celtic traditional. My mom's much more of like a folk singer songwriter. And uh, I grew up listening to like, uh, anything from like Shaka Khan to Paul Simon. Oh, it was wow. just like span a huge. And then they on my just d- really like big music. palette. Yeah, Wide palette. Music. Yeah. Yeah. Mad, Wide mad palette. Rod Stewart. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> Rod Stewart. Fact, no Rod Stewart. It's so funny because like, because like I did, I got a really good introduction to like, to like soul folk, uh, like world music, mm. but like no hard rock, no classic rock, mm. no R and B. Like yeah. I didn't get any nineties. Like, people the thing i'm really missing is like i love like old soul i love things that like reference retro soul and stuff mm-hmm. like that when it comes to r&b like the ushers and the, the tlc's of this world like i just never got introduced yeah so and it always it always felt kind of corny to me when i was growing up yeah like when you're like not him. in it <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> thought it was corny yeah yeah word yeah no, exactly. no, no, no. <laughs> i thought it was corny after a certain point b2k i'm over this i get that i totally get it. And, and, and it took me a while to acquaint with songwriting but but uh my my parents really introduced me to like not the most popular shit mm. like they, they introduced me some some weird cuts and especially because mm. you're looking back like how old are you 28 yeah so you're looking back and you're trying to catch up with the R&B scene. And looking back, you can see so many manufactured artists. Totally. Yeah. That it's so hard to connect yeah. with the music. I can Absolutely. understand that. Yeah. Like, for us, we grew up in it and we didn't know better yet. There was yeah. that, that consumer knowledge wasn't there. We were totally. just like, oh, they the are this. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so sure. we, were, we, we were... We are already in it. Yeah, so sure. we, we couldn't see it. Now we look back and we're like, oh, wow. Boy, <laughs> yeah. Bobby Brown didn't know how to spell prerogative. That's, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's insane. <laughs> so, I had a question for you in the elevator. Yep. What does Kubla mean? Now, before you answer, I would like to tell you what Urban Dictionary says. <laughs> All, right. All right. Urban Dictionary defines Kubla as a noun, a Linux troll who lives in IRC. <laughs> Shits with his arse oh and shouts happily about lunch and dinner. Does it actually say it in an Irish accent? I'm. It says. I'm oh, reading. Oh It shit. says the IRC. So it does say arse. <laughs> it does say arse. <laughs> but shit, that's funny. there's that one, and then I think there's one more that's a poem written on. Opium on an opium dream. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. That's Samuel the one. Coleridge's poem. Samuel Coleridge's poem. That's so when I, I figured. Was a, yeah, that, there you go. Because I'm like, ah, this one's too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> this, one's more, this one's a bit more obscure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's still real though. Yeah, it's yeah. philosophical. It's a jacket. <laughs> it's the jacket. It's a jacket. Full jacket. Yeah. When Do I was, you, um, go for it. No, no, no. Continue. Uh, when I was in high school, uh, I was falling asleep in lit class. Um, and I really liked this poem called Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner by Samuel Coleridge. And it was like the first time where I was like, yo, let me check this dude's shit out. Like this guy lived like 300 mm-hmm. years ago. And um, I found Kubla Khan, which is this poem that he wrote on like an opium dream, basically about like this far off land in the East. Like back then, nobody had ever been to Asia. So they kind of like viewed it as like this mystical place, mm. you know, that like mystical people lived and magical things happened. And they so, were right. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to be like, that's wrong. pretty much correct. Sounds on point. And so he, uh, he wrote this poem about like this, this far off palace. And at the, it, the palace was like this really paradise place. Mm. And at the core of it was this character, Kubla, who's like this really dark emperor that was kind of like gnashing teeth and like really, really a dark chaotic force. And my name is Kieran. My real name's Kieran. And uh, in Gaelic, that means little dark boy. 
Ooh, yeah. sick. You always had the blackness inside <laughs> you. I knew it! Because <laughs> Kieran is like kind of a black name. That is you. a black ass <laughs> name, nigga! If you, if you emphasize the A, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Yo, if my mom called your name, yeah, yeah. it would be, I'd be black as hell. It'd be blackity yeah. black. I was going to ask you, do you know how to speak Gaelic? Not at all. Oh. Not even a little bit. I know Comonidacious. That's it. Sweet. That's, that's all I know. You just call me a nigga? <laughs> no, I think mean? it means like good morning or something like that. Sound like, like a magic Like show. a hello type thing. Comonidacious. That sounds like some Harry Potter yeah. shit. Comonidacious. <laughs> it's a beautiful that's... language. My, uh, It's funny. My uh, the, the history of my family is hilarious because my great, great, whatever grandfather, the first one to come here, fought against the English mm-hmm. in the like last Scottish independence Oh, he's on war. the right side of history. Yeah. And then he <laughs> lost and they were like, they're like, we can either imprison you or you can go to North America and fight for us against the Americans. Mm. So he lost against the English. Traded. <laughs> and then he lost <laughs> yeah, yeah. And survived both times. And survived both times, settled in New York and then and then came up to Canada and then the rest is history. He's like, this war shit's not yeah, for it's me. Not for me. <laughs> Farming's the shit. Yeah. That's you rarely hear uh, a war story. Mm-hmm. From someone talking about their relative, yeah, yeah. Where it's like they took the elf, yeah, they, they took the hard, hell twice, not once, but twice. <laughs> oh my god, that is that's amazing. That's yeah. crazy. Wow. So like, none of your fan, like your immediate family, knows how to speak it. None of them. No. I tried to learn when I was a kid. So like, my grandma used to have like a, a summer trailer that we go to in Cambridge, and one of the people beside her was like super irish and he knew how to speak gaelic Mm. and so like yeah he used to like teach me some words here and there completely forgot them now ones in your subconscious except for (laughs) comonidations it sounds trini that's why you (laughs) (laughs) actually i think i know one phrase which is is yeah which i think is like a hakuna matata type oh nice what is it no worries firmana firmana yeah 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 that sounds and then, like some Game of Thrones shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Same and then, vibe. And then after that, um, like I guess my grandfather ended up passing away, and so his his like people, like his parents or grandparents or whatever, um, had like Irish and Welsh in them, and yeah. like he had this little like dictionary book of like how to speak Gaelic and Sick. stuff like that. You gotta find it. I don't know where it is. <laughs> you gotta find it. You gotta find but it. But yeah, like, I wanted to learn so badly. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta make a song in Gaelic now. Oh, man. That's, that's gonna be like when I'm like 60. <laughs> exactly, like, yeah. You gotta do the old, like, <laughs> the uh, the cut of the album. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the same album, but just in this version. Yeah. I'll yeah. be the first Gaelic soul artist. Yo! <laughs> That'd be dope. I'm sure it's we, we, we just got the episode title. Marvin Gaelic? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. When I get that feeling, I need Celtic feeling. That's crazy. That is fucking crazy. (laughs) But um, yeah. So you're obviously on Spotify. Yep. You're on all the streaming services. Do you have anything in the works? I do. I have an album coming out in November. Hey. What's it called? Do we have, do we have a, a title yet? The title's working. I'm, I was thinking of calling it Kieran, actually. Okay. Which I think self-titled. Kind of yeah, yeah. Ooh, self-titled. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. That's way. a lot of pressure, man. <laughs> hey, Chris Brown's self-titled. Like, most self-titles are next level. Brandy. 
Yeah, Chris true. Brown. Mm-hmm. Like but the cool thing is, people won't know that that's your real name. That's the thing until they mm. find out. Like you know this guy, but now get to know me. Yeah. <laughs> it's me without the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. So shouldn't that be your second album? Like your name? That is that is definitely something that I have been thinking about a lot. Whether it's too soon for me to call, like I feel like that's like my fourth album maybe mm, i don't know yeah. about fourth but i could see the second yeah, yeah. i could like see, you yeah. could do fourth but like i could see you doing like one album because like you're still new and you're still gonna gain like new fans yeah, so yeah. have this album that is like you as your persona and then it's like the second one is like the the Stripped real back. you the yeah like more raw the back and more that's when raw. you do like your real name and stuff that's like how that you know she yeah, worked yeah. at a label yeah. more raw authentic <laughs> stripped back these are all the words man <laughs> then you gotta do one whole album on opium Whoa. Whoa. Come, an man. opium dream <laughs> oh man shit <laughs> I'd be a beggar shit you would call it opium dream I'll that's lie. like a really opium nice dream. name yeah, too yeah, yeah. the government would be on your ass <laughs> <laughs> on your ass I could see the cover like just all these nice beautiful colors and like the videos it could be something dark it's too just with like all these <laughs> Um, I'm gonna find this guy in an opium bar, just like, in the bar. <laughs> like no, come. you guys caused me to have a problem. Same jacket, yeah. <laughs> Same jacket. tattered, tattered. Yeah. Oh man, what, are you? Um, how hard is it uh, during the winter months if you can't busk outdoors? Uh, well, I got a lot of gigs other than playing outside. Okay, so I, I, I do. Uh, I do a lot of. I play a lot of restaurants and private events or all across Toronto. And do these, <laughs> do these places do live music regularly or are a lot you? of them do. Okay. Uh, so I actually, I'm actually been, I've had the busiest, so I've been a professional musician for the past eight years mm. and I've had the busiest two years of my life between last summer and this summer. Toronto's done it, doing Toronto's it for you. doing it for me. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's what's up. Okay. And okay, obviously okay. your talent's doing it for you, man. People yeah. hear that voice. It's pretty undeniable. Thank you. Um, so you, ha- I want people to sp- especially know some of these live be- music places mm-hmm. because I know a lot of people who would want to go out for a different type of experience 100%. and don't necessarily know where to go. So where are some of these places that you play at? I can give a good lowdown. So a place that I just finished a residency at, I played there every Tuesday for like seven months, is a place called the Oud in the Fuzz. Okay. It's an Armenian bar in Kensington Market. Mm. And it's, uh, it's run by two really amazing guys. And the whole idea behind the place is that they... Uh, they want to create like a nice convergence between cultures in a space, which oh. I think is super Toronto yeah. because like I've never been to a more culturally diverse place than Toronto. Like mm. people are, there's obviously like a Toronto culture, but, yeah. but like in that Toronto culture, there's a lot of people doing their own thing yeah. and it's beautiful. So, um, and they, they cater to all those different sounds and people. Totally. Okay. So that's amazing. On the weekends, they have like really sick bands. They, they know really great musicians on the weekdays. You'll usually see like solo artists that are doing their thing, but it goes anywhere from like from like Spanish music, Armenian music, Indian music, R and B. Oh yeah, it's that's fire! Amazing, that's fire! It's really good, and, and that's it, on any given night or weekends or yeah, any any given night except I think Monday. Okay, um, and then they're also opening a space. You know, poetry. Have you been to poetry? No, Kenzo. Yeah, yeah, yeah in Kenzo. So, so the the guy who owned poetry is out of there now. He moved to a place in Queen West, and they're actually taking over and calling it Tapestry. Okay. So it's going to be a very similar type vibe where they have like really good live music. Mm. It's a really tight space. It feels just like a really tight, beautiful New York jazz bar. Nice. And uh, it's a really, really sick hang. And it's great because I love Kensington Market because it's kind of on this cusp point where it's like about to be gentrified, but it hasn't yeah, quite got there yeah. yet. 
So it's like really nice things are going on there, but it's still like a little bit offbeat and fun. Yeah. Um, as long as people continue to do crack in that little park, it's not <laughs> it's gonna never going to get justified in the way that crack park truly is like that. Yeah. <laughs> so we is. need them to continue to do crack. All right. Nothing <laughs> fancy that's over that moved over there now. They do yeah. some live music as yeah, well. Yeah, word. Yeah, they do. Yeah. There's some other places too that do live music. I played in the Kensington Brewery. And um, I used to play at this place called Mother Cocktail Bar, uh, which is like my favorite spot. Um, where else? Uh, I play at a place called Pogue Mahone sometimes. These names yeah, are... They're <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, the Ood and the Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Mother's Cocktail. <laughs> I've never heard of any of them either. Now the, you know not I mean? one. This yes. is my point. Lived in, in the Toronto, black community... Where all my life. Yeah. In the <laughs> black community, we don't, we don't necessarily... like We go to parties. Right. And people don't... like. We are trying to just create different types of events and yeah. things that people can go to that it's not you don't have to party all the time yeah. you know what i mean there's so much other things in the city to Agreed. do and so many things that you, you can do creatively just gravy put together. presents oh yeah i will sure. play anywhere you want me to play facts we got I love playing for parties. we got a event that we're, we're putting together that i'll talk to you about for Sick. sure definitely have um, you ever played at uh daddy's titty cup Jesus, what? Where is that? Can you give me a phone number? It's a good bar. I would love to perform a daddy's titty cup. Tell people where they can find you on socials and streaming. It's just at Kubla on Instagram. You can just look up K-U-B-L-A, basically anywhere on the internet. I think that I've reached the top of Google now. I think if you search Kubla, you might get the poem. But if you search Kubla Music... You'll find it. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks through, for having bro. me. Yeah. I don't know we if you want to play you. something before you go. I, I could try. My, you, you know what? Yeah, take actually, it take out my in, mic right? and it, I want to hear you sing. Okay. Well, 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 that's all we'll do. Because you have to hear what he has to say. He has the musical ear. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Maybe you could join in. Yeah. Norm, by the way, also a vocalist. Yeah. I guess down. He is Filipino. It's in their blood. Yeah. They can't help it. He's doing karaoke in the womb on the umbilical cord. <laughs> the umbilical that's such set. a nice guitar and oh my gosh the it's guitar so pretty you know and that's the thing i remembered you specifically because of the guitar yeah, yeah, yeah. You i'm like to, I, what what which one is it you have to show it this is very marty mcfly right now oh, which yeah. one this one oh with the sparkles baby with the glitter. there you go okay glitter. okay wow that's so that's beautiful fine. that's like the fender cast 3000 bro <laughs> how much that cost uh this cost this was Oh, wow. I just went in so McQuaid. This is the cheapest guitar I own, actually. I went to Long McQuaid, and I just saw this sparkly mermaid guitar. My friend Jackson, who works there, just handed it to me. The, mm -hmm. the LR. LR. Is that going to work? I think so. Okay, sweet. All right. As long as it comes out, let's hear. Oh, wait. Hold on. Do I got to do anything here? Is that red button a mute? No, that's just a volume button. That's the record button, sorry. Um, no, oh, yeah. these are turned on. Yeah, I don't know. You can Probably unplug mine if you want. But where, do you have an XLR? Uh, are those combo jacks or are they just XLR? Here, unplug one of them for a second. Yeah. Hold on. Sorry, folks, we are just trying to... Well, you. I think you can kind of hear it through the mic. You can put the mic to the the yeah. guitar. Oh, that is that actually is the most hilarious thing. 
<laughs> Over here trying to do the most, like we have plenty of mics. <laughs> we could just put the sound to the sound. One of my favorite guitar players, whose name's Joe Pass. He's a uh, here. Let's put it over here. Um, his amp broke on the day of his album recording. Oh, and so he just mic'd up his electric guitar. Can you turn it way up? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure out which one it is. This one. This is how it's gonna go. All right. it could, it could be, we hearing it though. I'm going to change this. It's going faster than I needed. Because life is such deep water, babe It gets cold as you swim farther I feel uneasy Cause this reality ain't breezy But when I look back on my history Maybe I'll miss how it all used to be. Oh, and baby, lately I've been wondering just who I am to you. Cause changes, changes got me feeling like I'm another dude right now, right now. Kubla music, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for having me, y'all. Gunshots and I are bomba clad. But yes, another week. Another one. Another classic. Um, we have some something special for our Patreon next week. You guys, <laughs> you guys asked for something. We got asked at the live show if we're gonna be starting to do more Patreon content. We got, we got some things lined up this month, man. Y'all are gonna enjoy. <laughs> what? It. Um, if you're on Patreon, congrats. <laughs> I'll say that from now. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, anything coming up this week? Or well, we got extra gravy comedy tickets are on sale now. It's out. Um, third Wednesday of the month. That third. It's this this third. September 21st this 21st, month. 21st, yes. Um, at Comedy Bar, we've got an amazing lineup of comedians for you guys. So hit up those. It's only 40-something tickets. So yeah, there's not <laughs> that many. Do not it's waste really time. It's show. The amount of people that texted me that day. God bless. <laughs> Poor dad. We can't do anything about it. It's a very tiny room. So uh, make sure you guys... Hit up our the link in our bio on Instagram, and you guys can get tickets today. Um, anything else popping? Mm, I mean, just comedy shows. Just comedy just, shows. Yeah, just look at our pages. We got comedy shows coming up. At least mm. you got anything? I do not. September is really slow, and I'm grateful for that. Nice little relaxation for you, man. Finally, yeah, yeah. you're going, going, going since um, you got off mat leave. So yeah, I'm dope. tired. <laughs> I get to spend time with my baby. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Yeah. Matt, you got anything? Um, just uh, shout out that slow jam party. Yes. That's- 
another classic there as well. Like, mm. Great party we had. Um, shout out to Lissa, Jester, and the whole team. Yeah. Um, uh, we bodied that shit again. It was a magical night. A as magical usual. Night. Yeah. As always, do that. It was, <laughs> listen, this party. Something about it, man. I'm telling you, Undefeated. something yeah. about it. Undefeated. Um, you guys sprinkled a little slim, slim a little, little razzmatazz <laughs> for sure. But thank you guys so Wait, much. Norm, what were you Whoa. gonna say? You were oh, like, I was gonna say, um, there was. We just announced uh, a a North America tour. Uh, Trilipino, Keith Pedro, nice. and all the uh, other Trilipinos in the country doing uh, all of California. Mm. Doing three provinces in Canada, but nice. yeah, man, nice. Sick. Look out! Do we have any listeners? A lot of listeners in Cali, Sacramento. Oh uh, yeah, S- yeah. S- we got we got American listeners. We yeah. definitely have Cali, New York, Miami, like a bunch of different places. But yeah, right. if you're mm. out in Cali, make sure you guys uh, Irvine, check out Big Norm's Instagram uh, for all the dates mm-hmm. and things. That's gonna be a fun little tour. And oh, hey, yeah. man, might be more tours coming up. Who knows, man? Bing bang. Who knows, man? <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in again. Another classic. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. And I'm Alicia. And that was the Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 